across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's six o'clock. The headlines. Bedfordshire Police Commissioner risks defeat in bid to fund more officers. Hertfordshire Council criticised over housing rents and stoppage time winner for Watford. BBC Three Counties Radio. Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner has defended a move to raise the police council tax contribution by nearly 16%. The rise has triggered a referendum with the Commissioner's own polling suggesting he could lose in the May vote. More from our political reporter Paul Scoynes. Ollie Martin says the rise is vital to maintain police numbers and to fight cybercrime and sexual exploitation. But the risk is huge. If he loses, and a YouGov poll for the commissioner suggests 70% of residents will reject the idea, the knock-on cost to the taxpayer will be £600,000 and he'll be back to square one. If he's successful, it will mean an average of 48p on the council tax bill of a bandy property in Bedfordshire, which will go towards more officers around the county. The local authority in Hertfordshire has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation. St Albans Wellin and Hatfield Trades Council says tenants in low-paid jobs are unlikely to have pay rises to match the 5.5% increase set by Wellin Hatfield Borough Council. More from you and Duncan. Wellin Hatfield Borough Council says an average average 5.5% increase will enable it to continue to deliver important housing services such as repairs and maintenance. But the local trades council says very few tenants are likely to receive pay rises to match. In neighbouring authorities, St Albans District is setting its rent rise at 2.2%, while Stevenage councillors voted on a 2.18% council house rent increase, an average rise of £2.15 a week. The barrister appointed by the government to investigate whistleblowing in the NHS says he's heard shocking stories from staff about their treatment. Sir Robert Francis, who chaired the public inquiry into poor care at Stafford Hospital, will see his Freedom to Speak Up review published today. It will make recommendations on how to change the culture of reporting in the NHS. Firefighters have been tackling a blaze at a static mobile home in a Buckinghamshire village. 14 firefighters were called to Flowers Bottom Lane in Speen near Princess Risborough in the early hours of this morning. Ministers are outlining what regulations will be needed for dry Driverless cars, the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes, will be unveiled in London today. In sport, Watford are up to fifth in the championship after victory at promotion rivals Brentford. Victor on to his left foot, works here, Carlo on the volley, it's there! Odione Carlo scores again! Watford are in front, it's stoppage time! It's Brentford 1, Watford 2! In League 2, Wickham lost 2-0 at home to Plymouth. Mark Cullen scored twice as Luton came from 2-0 down to draw 2 all at home to York and Stevenage drew 0-0 at home to Bury. The weather clouded this morning, some brief sunny intervals this afternoon, a maximum temperature 7 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Boom shakalak, big up yourself the ox. There's a vibe running through the building today. There's something magical, mysterious, naughty. I just popped upstairs. Dealey said he's got the vibe on. Kels, you got a vibe on? Yep. Kath, you got a vibe on? No. Um, what? What if you pretend to just, have? I mean, someone's taken the wind out of my... So no, 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 no. Let's put the wind back in your, um, your slightly... Um, <laughs> 
Shorts. Shorts sales. sales. Your disproportionate sales. See, the, I think if anyone, especially a member of the opposite sex, uses the word disproportionate about, I don't know, let's just say, what, your legs? It's going to stick. How are your sales doing? All I said was, you got short legs, and you went, I've got a long body. I said, yeah, you're disproportionate. That's maths. Aye. Aye. That's body maths. See what I mean? Well, I've got short everything. Exactly! It's body maths for crying out loud. If you want to do body maths with us this morning, then you're more than welcome. Across beds, hearts and bucks. This is what? BBC Three Counties Radio. Fancy a little bit of, um... Fancy getting a little bit psychedelic. Oh, I get psychedelic with me? Song as well. well that's, that's coming up, don't you? That's coming up after Scoins. You're oh. the one you've chosen. Yeah. Just fancy a little bit of, a bit of psychedelic rock, oh, yeah. yeah, you ready? Yeah. Let's go tripping.
reaction to his own underpants. Is it about a gap here? I imagine it's got something to do with uh, dropouts. I'll finish all the face. Sweet. Flashbacks to the summer of 1967. Body maths. We're doing body maths this morning. Scott has tweeted us straight in with body maths. According to Keith, Mick Jagger's got a tiny woo-wah, but great big doodahs. That's sheer body maths. This has actually become a thing, hasn't it, Boyley? It's you, always I, been a thing, but you've um, highlighted it. Thanks I very much. I saw you standing up and demonstrating the length of your leg to Kelly Betts. So and let's be honest, that's, that's rubbing in her face. No. Steady. <laughs> I've got a very long body. <laughs> and then whoever made me decided they'd run out of skin. <laughs> So I only got short Listen, legs. My legs don't eat, my legs don't meet in the middle. I've got bandy legs. They go outwards. Oh, okay, yeah, make it about you. <laughs> Fair neck. If you want to phone up, a we're doing body maths. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Uh, and if you want to make Kath feel better, I've got to put your faders down now because Scoins is next, and you know how he likes to go on. You're not supposed to say that to oh, him. Oh, no, that's someone else I'm offended. Now, Bedfordshire's police commissioner's bid for a bigger slice of council tax has triggered a referendum that could cost the county hundreds of thousands of pounds. Ollie Martins wants to raise his share of the pot by almost 16%. Well, the whole referendum is costing £350,000 and could rise to £600,000 if he loses, which his own polling suggests is entirely possible. Well, political reporter Paul Scoynes has got more. Paul, what does he need the cash? for? Well, it's officers, Ian, really. I mean, there have been cuts of around, sorry, savings of around 20% across the board over the last five years, and that means that there's a lot of pressure on Bedfordshire Police. Uh, it says it is unduly affected because it's got a, a, even though it's a small force, it has a high proportion of crime, especially in areas like Luton. So it says it needs the extra money to put 100 more officers on the beat to deal with things like cybercrime and sexual exploitation. And if it doesn't get that money through this council tax rise, it won't be able to do that. Why does he need to put it to the vote? Can he not just go in and say, right, I'm the boss, this is what I want? Well, this is part of the council tax precept. What that means is that every department, like the fire brigade, the uh, police, other parts of the authorities, get a certain amount of power to raise the, power, the council tax or their slice of the council tax. And what Ollie Martins wants to do is raise the uh, his slice of the council tax by 15.8%. Now, the government in 2011, I think it was, capped the uh, or set a rise, um, the, a maximum rise that, it, that any authority could have before they had to then put it out to the general population and uh, put it to a vote. That's a new thing. Uh, it's not been done before. No one has ever tested it. No one has ever put a rise to the vote before. Ollie Martins will be the first. So he has gone beyond the, I think it's set at about 2% this year, uh, rise that, that is below that sort of amount and he has to now put it out to the um, population. That means instantly, as you say, uh, a cost of 300 £50,000 putting this out to a referendum um, and uh, and then again you know if he loses then the money ah oh, sorry I, I should have said that this is basically already going to happen if you live in Bedfordshire you are going to pay this increase 
However, if he loses the referendum, he'll have to get he'll have to pay you back, and that's going to cost another two hundred fifty thousand pounds. So it's very complicated. But it ultimately, could if he loses, cost six hundred thousand pounds. Okay, so it's 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 a complicated uh, uh, thing. This the, surely police forces facing cuts all over the country. Is it? Has this been done elsewhere? No, no. This is the first. This time is this is it. Any, yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you look around the area, Hertfordshire has frozen its council tax. Uh, Thames Valley Police, I think, is is uh, either a small rise or it's freezing its council tax. Other places are pushing it to the max that they can without pushing to a referendum, but that's only 2%. Now, Ollie Martin says that's only going to net him a small amount of money. It won't actually solve the problem. By doing this, he's going to get about 4.5 million, uh, and that's enough to. Put I, I, we've had, I know Ollie's coming in later on. Ollie's been in telling us that, yeah, the cuts are going to have an, an impact, but he's, he's been riding uh, the cuts. Now, we know Ollie comes from a, 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 a Labour background. It, it, with the general election coming up, is this a little bit of politicking going on? Well, entirely possible, and this will ha- come on election day, and that might not be a particularly good thing for Labour if they're see- if people are walking into their um, into their election booths and seeing uh, a, a question whether or not they want to pay an extra fifteen and a half percent council tax on that particular part. Yes, potentially this is a bit of politicking, but he does say that you know in the last uh, five years or so they've had to save uh, millions and millions of pounds. Up to 2018, it's going to be 35 million pounds that the force would have had to have saved, and he's now saying that they just cannot do certain things anymore without this extra money. And Scores, let me just get my money. let me just get my early morning morning head around this. So Ollie Martins is not. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Ollie Martins is not asking people whether they want to pay more council tax. He's asking them whether a bigger share of the council tax should go towards the coppers. Yes, but you will have to pay more council tax. Right. So it would be about four, it would be about fifty p a week if you lived in a band D property in Luton, and you will pay it. Let me stress this: this is going to happen. Right. So people before May will start to pay this increased uh, council tax on their bills. Everyone will. Yeah. That's 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 going to happen. So the referendum, when it comes in May, is going to cost £350,000 if he loses to claw back or to give that money back to people, that the extra money that okay, they've okay. had to pay because of this increase, he's going to have to pay two hundred more. So, you know, this is a, it, it is a gamble because if he loses, then that's £600,000 arguably wasted of taxpayers' money. Um, I can't understand why anybody... Nowhere... I can't understand why anybody, you know would vote yes. Well, interestingly, when you put the question to people saying, would you like to pay a little bit more on your council tax to fund more police officers to fight things like cybercrime, to fight sexual exploitation, um, to put in extra resources into your local area, people say yes. The polling that Ollie Martins has done suggests that when you ask people that question and give them the reasons why you're going to make them pay more money, people agree and they say, yeah, I think that's reasonable. And actually, quite a lot of people agree. If you look at some of the polling he's done, he says 85% of people say yes. However, that's not going to be the question 
on the ballot paper because they can't be as sort of, uh, if you like, they can't add as much information as that. There has to be a cold, do you want to pay more, 15.8% more on the council tax bill of the police section? It has to be as as wow. blunt as that. And when the polling comes back from that, he's done some polling from YouGov, it's 70% no. And mm. I mean, he says he's done some other polling on the streets, which is a bit more positive. But, you know, I've seen some polls in the local paper. That's overwhelmingly no as well. So he's got a real battle on his hands. He knows that. He's going to come on at 8 o'clock this morning and tell you he's gonna sell he it. knows that he's got a tough job on his hands and he's got to sell it because he can't sell it in the uh, in the voting booth. Scoins, listen, we've got to move on there. Thank you very much. There is a difference, isn't there, between... Uh, do you want to spend more on the police? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Put your hand in your pocket. Oh, what, now? Uh, mm, yeah, I'm not quite so sure. I'd love your thoughts on this. 08459 555555. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. It's looking quite quiet so far out there in High Wycombe on the A404. There's temporary traffic lights at Marlow Hill uh, on Marlow, at the junction for Marlow Road. That's not causing any queues at the moment. In East Hyde, London Road has some temporary traffic lights for roadworks at Newlands Road, which could cause some delays later on. And in Watford on St Albans Road, there's roadworks going on around Horseshoe Lane, which could cause some delays later on. It's starting to look quite busy on the A405 North Orbital Road around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout, but no delays reported at the moment on the M25. On the trains, the 634 train from Luton to Bedford is delayed. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you so much, Samantha Bruff. 6.17. It's Wednesday. It is the 11th of February. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner looks set to lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation. And the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas of Milton Keynes will be unveiled in London today. Man alive, I want me one of them driverless pods. BBC Three Counties Radio. EastEnders, live, Doc Cox. Not Doc Cox, Doc... What was the Doc called in EastEnders? Kells? Cotton. No, not Doc Cox. No, Doc, not Dot. Cotton. No, Doc, not Dot. Oh. Doc. Doc. There was Reg Cox was the first person to die. Doc Cox? Doc, no. Doc, no. Doc, Doc, Doc Cox was on That's Life. Doc of the Bay? Sitting on the dock of the... Oh, what was the dock called? On BBC One. I shared everything with Lucy growing up. We had our own little world. Our little secrets. Our little secrets. Me and Kim have our rows, but you know what it's like. Sometimes you just snap. The Beale Empire is on the rise this year. We're bound to make a killing. Lucy's killer is exposed. EastEnders. Live week starts Tuesday the 17th of February on BBC One and BBC One HD. Still thinking, what's the doc... Chris? No, I don't know. It was that little old geezer that was bald. That's all. It I was know. the little old uh, geezer that was bald. You're right, but what was his name? 
I bet he comes I bet he comes back for this thirtieth anniversary. I bet he comes back. I don't know, he was looking a bit aged at the time. So I, I, bet, I, bet, I bet he comes back and I bet Wixie comes back. What about Dirty Den? Well, he's Dirty Den's under the floorboards, isn't it? Mate, they come back even so. Hang on a second. remember when he went down in the water? <laughs> I do, yeah. That's, and that's why they booted him off the show. Oh, no, it's for Skype. Hang on. Lee? Yeah? What's the doctor called? Dr Leg. Dr. Leg! Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Leg, of course. I bet he comes back for the 30th anniversary, Lee. I don't think he will. Hey, here's something I found out in the paper. He was about 80 when he was in it before. No, but he's still alive, right? And I'll tell you who's not alive. Andy from EastEnders, the Scottish fella. Oh, yeah, the the nurse. Yeah, he died in real life. Oh, right. Okay, Lee, thanks for calling. Yeah, cheers, mate. Bye. Chris. Hello, Dr. Leg. Nah. Yeah? Nah, we don't want to know, Dr. Leg. We don't watch EastEnders anyway. Oh, what do we watch? Do we watch we Emmerdale watch... Farm? Yes! Yeah. And Coronation Street. Uh, yeah. That's if I get home from working time. Exactly. We've all got a hard life, apart from me. It's quite easy, actually, so I shouldn't, mustn't grumble. What have you got for us, Chris? Well, you said you'd like to hear someone that would say yes to the police in giving them extra money. I would. You'd pay more money, would you? Yeah, I would. 50 pence a week? Yep, I four, would. Four quid a month? Yeah, because nothing is for free, unlike your little man who says, we we deserve things that are free. Well, d- d- he makes a strong point. People in this country <laughs> deserve to have stuff for free. He makes he makes a valid point, you know. It goes well, completely. Well, if we all if we all did that, oh, nobody'd probably go to work. Who'd get anything? And I wonder if I dare play that to Ollie Martins when he pops in later on. Oh, don't, but I do think to be serious. All right, serious. then, OK. No, to be serious. OK, so you're given the option. You go into the polling booth and it says, would you pay an extra 50 pence a week for the police? You t- you tick that, would you? Yes, I would. OK. Would you pay an extra 50 pence a week for the NHS? Yes, I would. Would you pay an extra 50 pence a week for the um, uh, for social housing? No. Why not? Well, you know my opinion on free stuff for people that don't deserve it. What? Well, I'm not saying they all don't deserve it, but I'd say some of them don't. I, I would I would suggest a tiny minority of people in social housing don't deserve it, but the majority of them are... are OK, I'll, I'll give them 25 pence. Well, no, you can't, you can't decide. It's 50 pence or nothing. No, but I do believe, right, that the police and the NHS are things that we really do need. If you'd have asked me about the fire brigade, I'd have said yes to them. Emergency services, yes. What about libraries, Chris? Because I buy my own books and there's the internet now, I'm I'm not really sure. Uh, Someone said, I don't actually believe that there will be books in the future. Everyone will go to the internet. Shut up, Chris. There won't be. All right. All right. What about, okay, there's a box that says, will you uh, give an extra 50 pence a week um, for uh, elderly people's transport? Sorry, what? Elderly Elderly people's transport. Oh, yes, I would. I would. Gosh, if the politicians are listening, they can get an extra fiver out of you. <laughs> you yeah, see, it all adds up, Chris. Yeah, but I, do, I, I love the old people. I think they've done their bit and they deserve what about, whatever. What about the lazy old people? There are some lazy old people that haven't worked a day in their life, just sat on their wrinkly old backsides. 
Less of them than there are old people that have done their bit. Yeah, but I there's the same it's percentage. A generation there's the same. No, no, there is the yes. sa- no, Chris. There yeah, is the s- no. You are the shouter. You lush. There is the no, same. I'm just loud. There are the same percentage of old people that haven't done anything as there are people that younger people that aren't doing anything now. No, older people actually fought wars for us. No, they didn't! Not this generation of old people! The war was years ago! The Falklands wasn't a generation that's still here. There are Falklands veterans listening, I go, I'm not old. (laughs) I'm not that old! (laughs) Chris, I do like your call. Thank you very much. Thank you very much indeed. 08459 455 555. Now... Speaking of uh, social housing, a Hertfordshire council has come under fire for raising social rents way beyond the rate of inflation. St Albans, Wellin and Hatfield Trades Council say tenants in low-paid jobs are unlikely to have pay rises to match the 5.5% increase set by Wellin Hatfield Borough Council. Catherine uh, has got more information on this. Why is opposition to Wellin Hatfield Council's decision to increase rents? Why is there opposition? Well, the council's social housing rents being questioned by the St Albans, Wellin and Hatfield Trades Council branch. It's concerned that tenants are likely to be in low-paid jobs and so won't be able to afford the increase. The Trades Council says workers will not get pay rises on that scale because the rate of inflation has just fallen sharply to 0.5%, the lowest level for consumer prices index since uh, the year 2000. But the rent calculation is set partly on the inflation rate back in September when it was 1.2%. OK, so then why are Well and Hatfield Council raising the rent by that much? Well, they say that the uh, problem of local authority finance is at the heart of this increase. In other words, they need the money. The council says an average five and a half percent increase I mean, that is a whopper five and a half percent increase will enable it to continue to deliver important housing services such as repairs and maintenance the rent charge in well in Hatfield Borough will still be well below the private sector they say with the average charge for a two-bedroom council home about 106 pounds a week and that's compared with 229 pounds if you were renting privately uh, well yeah it may well be below the uh, the private uh, rent but if people can't afford it then they're, they're gonna be in trouble what's the situation in neighboring authorities well we've had a look at St Albans District Council they're increasing rent by 2.2% and Stevenage um, oh, hang on a sec uh, the, hang on, it's completely gone hang let, on. Let, the rise puts a rent for an average council property in uh, Stevenage at £98.58 per week, almost half of the average weekly private rent of £198 it also makes Stevenage council house rents the lowest in Hertfordshire, so Stevenage compare quite favourably okay. um, rent increases for Watford are due to be announced to tenants in the next week but they're likely to be around a similar figure to St Albans and Stevenage and some of the local authorities in the county, such as East Hearts and Broxbourne, have allocated all their properties to housing associations. Okay, so if you're a tenant and um, you, you, you know, you're already kind of pushing things to meet the rent and then the rent goes up by 5.5%, what are they supposed to do? Well, standard procedure from all local authorities, if you find yourself in that position, is to encourage tenants to contact them as soon as possible and hold their hands up. Um, well, in Hatfield Borough Council says it has a wide range of support available to residents and we'll look at cases on individual merit. And we'll hear from the council's executive member for housing communities, you can ask him later on, it's Roger Trigg. Um, and we'll also be hearing from Bob Wilkins, who's president of the St Albans Wellin and Hatfield Trades Council branch. I wish. Hello? I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-form father. I wish I was like six foot nine so I could get with Leo. She cause she don't know me, but yo, she's really fine. You know, I see her all the time everywhere I go and even in my dreams. I can scheme a way to make her mine. Cause I know she's living fat. Her boyfriend's tall and he plays ball. So how am I gonna compete with that? Cause when it comes to playing basketball, I'm always last to be picked and in some cases never picked at all. 
So I just lean up on the wall Or sit up in the bleachers With the rest of the girls Who came to watch they man ball Dad, y'all, I never understood black Why the jocks get the fly girls And me, I get the hood rats I tell them scats, skittles, the bobble Got hit with a bottle And sit in the hospital for talking that mess I confess it's a shame When you living in a city That's the size of a box And nobody knows your name Glad I came to my senses Like quick, quick, got six sick to my stomach Overcoming by thoughts Of being up together, right? So when I asked out She said I wasn't a type I wish I was a little bit taller I wish I was a baller I wish I had a girl who looked good I would call her I wish I had a rabbit in a hat With a bat and a six-four baller I wish I was a little bit taller I wish I was a baller I wish I had a girl who looked good I would call her I wish I had a rabbit in a hat With a bat and a six-four baller I wish I had a brand new car So far I got this hatchback And everywhere I go Yo, I get slapped at And when I'm in my car I'm laid back I got an A-track And a spare tire in the back seat But that's flat And you wanna know what's really whack? See, I can't even get a date, so what you think of that? I heard that prom night is a bomb night with a hood rat, you can hold tight for me, though. When in my car, I can't even get a hello. Well, so many people want a cruise cringe on Sunday. One day, I'm gonna have to get in my car and go. You know, I take the one chin until the 105. Get off on cringe yard, tell my homies look alive. Cause it's hard to survive when you're living in a concrete jungles and these girls keep passing me by. She looks fly, she looks fly. Make me say, my, my, my. I wish I was a little bit. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a gun. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and six more parts. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a gun. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and six more parts. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller, y'all. I wish I was a baller. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. Hey, I wish I had my way, cause every day would be a Friday. And you can even speed on the highway. I would play ghetto games. Name my kids ghetto names. Little Mookie, the Owl, rain. Yo, you know that's on the real. So if you down on your luck, then you should know just how I feel. Cause if you don't want me around, see, I go simple, I go easy, I go greyhound. Hey, you, what's that sound? Everybody look what's going down. Ah, yes, ain't that fresh? Everybody wants to get down like that. Wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-four parlor. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl with a good, I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit in a hat with a bat and a six-four parlor. Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the motorways, there are no major delays reported so far this morning, but it's look quite, looking quite busy on the A405 North Orbital Road around the M25 Junction 21A roundabout. In Neasden, on the North Circular Road as well, there are queues building up between the Staples Corner flyover and the Brentfield Road at Wembley. And in Chesham Bois, on the um, A416 Amersham Road, there's roadworks going on at the junction for Bois Avenue. And in Harpenden on Luton Road, there's roadworks going on at the Pleasance, but that might cause you some delays later on. It's looking fine at the moment, though. On the train scenario, reports of any problems so far, Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's 6.30, I'm Simon Oxley. Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner has defended a move to raise the police council tax contribution by nearly 16%. The rise has triggered a referendum with the Commissioner's own polling suggesting he could lose in the May vote. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation and the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes will be unveiled in London today. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Watford are up to fifth in the championship after coming from behind to win 2-1 at 10-man Brentford. Odion Igalo scored both goals with the winner coming in stoppage time after Troy Deeney had missed a penalty. His manager Slavisa Jokanovic. Today we played with, with fire. But uh, we can repeat uh, some situation what we made uh, today. I must be happy with, with three points. I am not uh, completely happy with our performance. In League Two, Wickham are down to third after losing 2-0 at home to Plymouth. Luton slipped to fifth after coming from 2-0 down to draw two all at home to York, with Mark Cullen scoring both goals after the visitors went down to ten men. Had to skipper Steve McNulty also received a red card late on. His manager, John Still. If I had been referee, I wouldn't have given that at all. And I certainly wouldn't have given the second one either because it, it just looked as though he cleared the ball. Two people went for it. It looked like he cleared the ball. I'm not 100% sure he caught the player, but that's from where I'm standing. Referee's view is different. And I think everyone that's looked at it at the moment has said that was harsh. So, But we'll have a look and we'll see where we are. And Stevenage drew 0-0 at home to Berry with the Lamex Stadium pitch. Again, the talking point for manager Graham Westley. You know, again, we've taken injuries tonight where lads have gone down potholes. Ashes has turned an ankle. Darris has said that the, the pitch has sort of like affected his judgment on the tackle. We've already lost Barnard, we've lost Brunt. It's really difficult out there. And uh, you've got to play in a, in a certain way to, to try and deal with the surface. In the Premier League, Harry Kane scored again for Tottenham, but Mario Balotelli stole the show and the points for Liverpool in a 3-2 win at Anfield. Arsenal beat Leicester 2-1. QPR won away for the first time, 2-0 at Sunderland. And Aston Villa are in the bottom three after losing 2-0 at Hull. Tonight's matches include leaders Chelsea at home to Everton, Manchester City at Stoke and Manchester United versus Burnley. And in Conference South, St Albans drew 0-0 at Haventon Waterlooville. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at 7. Simon. Ian. Ten million pounds a game. Are they having a laugh? <laughs> this is... Now, I don't like football. I don't do football. But I heard the ridiculous figures yep. that Sky are paying to get secure... Did you hear this, Catherine? Mm -hmm. Ten million quid a that, football That's match. what it works out as. 5.4 billion overall between what? Sky and BT um, for the various packages for the Premier League. And that works out uh, per televised game. Just over ten million pounds. And I'm assuming that because this money will go to the football clubs, will it? Uh, this it goes to the club. Right. And a lot of it, obviously, then ends up in the pockets of the players. Uh, well, but they're being told by politicians, look, you've got to dish it out down to the grassroots level and, and ticket prices will come into it as well. Well, this is what I was going to say. I'm assuming that they, they have to reduce the uh, ridiculous ticket prices. Um, well, yeah, one would like to think so, but don't hold your breath. But, I mean, it does sometimes work its way down through the through the league. Spurs have just paid £5 million for Deli Alley from Milton oh, Keynes-Dons. Yeah. And um, we were talking last week about the, um, you know, Crystal Palace are able just to throw... 35 grand away, you know, like you or I drop um, yeah. 50p um, to a young kid from Barton Rovers. So it does it does work its way down into the system, but um, ticket prices going down, mm, wouldn't bet on it. Simon, thank People you very in much. Country oh, no, hang on a minute. Deserve to have stuff for free. Yeah! Wasn't expecting that, but it always uh, always works. Always works. It does. I mean, it 10 million quid a game. It's only football. It's only football, Catherine. Two words. 
market forces. Oh, well, as long as uh, Wayne Rooney gets to buy himself a brand new house out of it, that's mm. all I'm bothered about. Ten million quid again. I mean, fl- uh, it's a sweet job if you can get Kels, it. Kels, Kels, ten million. What's, let's get let's get um, uh, Kelly's reaction to this, shall we? Yeah. Sh- do you want to ask her or shall I? Kelly Betts. Yes. You ask her. All right, I'll ask her. Kelly Betts. Yeah. Ten million quid a game. Wow. There we go. You see that? Was wow indeed. Wow indeed. That's the official word. The word is wow. We got in the papers. A thief caught on CCTV stealing a giant teddy bear. Oh, you scumbag. Let's, let's hang him was shamed into giving himself up when oh, he realised it was the top prize for a charity oh, raffle. Oh, fair play. Fair play. Good lad. Let's, let's, let's unhang him. Oh, we can't. We killed him. We didn't. Brody Few walked into a police station clutching the four-foot-high cuddly Brody? toy. Brody? Yeah. Few. Four-foot, this thing. After learning it was Brody being... Brody Few's only four-foot and he nicked a teddy bear. I, I don't know whether I feel sorry for him or I want to hang him. The teddy's four-foot. Brody? Few. Anyway... I don't, I, Are you what? enjoying this, Kels? It's a pantomime for you. <laughs> I know. He's only four foot tall, this Brody. Brody. How you. big is the bear? Four foot. How I thought he carry it. That's massive. I thought it's the same size as it him. It looks like he's doing something illegal to it. I thought I saw. A, I thought I saw he a ghost stealing. running around the house. It was just Brody. Phew. <laughs> so he nicked a teddy bear exactly the same size as him. I want to hang him. What happened next? Phew. <laughs> no. Oh. What happened? He brought the teddy bear back. Did they hang him? Should have flogged him, hanged him and flogged him. Send him to Saudi Arabia, a thousand lashes, ten lashes a week. Let's see how long that takes. 20 weeks by my maths. Have you got in the papers? Got quite a lot of stuff in the papers. Go on then. Actually. Let's see if I let you get through it. Okay. All right, fine. We'll go to the sub page 25. Go on. We're going to go on. Good luck. Thank you. I look forward to it. It's on. Oh, you're like that fella that was rude to me on 8 out of 10 cats. But you haven't got the charm. What was his name? Not Sean. Sean Locke. Sean Locke, that was the fella. It's very good. Two men... Yeah. Admi- How many? ...admitted proposing... Oh. ...while on the loo. Did the story, boom, in your face. Why were two men on the loo? Together. No, 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 so no. So many no. questions. And yet so so few answers. What else you got? What else you done on the loo? No, I've done it, I've done mine. Your turn. What? People Hang falling on, over. Wait, wait. Why did they propose on the loo? Because they were lazy. And they needed a poo. But you. They'd been working up to it for some time, and it was time to get it out. What? Some men, as uh, well no, as a proposal. Here's the thing, OK? And this, here are two questions. What quite, did they use? Here's the, here's the question of the day. Where do you do your thinking? And this is a fact. This is a fact. I know one of Britain's greatest songwriters, and he has told me that he gets the best ideas for his songs whilst he's on, he's doing a poo. Who is it? Andy Partridge. Oh. It, and if, this is true, OK? This is true. Because it stimulates a part of the brain, the creative part of the brain. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. That is connected to that. And it stimulates it, and it makes you creative. Oh. Where do you do your best thinking? Oh, eight four five I agree nine four double five five double five. Sometimes when I have a wee, it's my little break from the office, and mm-hmm. I think, oh, what should I do next? Yeah, I'll do that. I'll email that guy. Yeah, do yeah. that. I'll do that. Do that. And then I'm refreshed. I have my best ideas. I have a notebook beside my bed. I have my best ideas between waking and sleeping. Between what? Waking, waking and sleeping. And sleeping. Mm. That's what I thought she said. Well, in the daytime. Whenever. So between waking and sleeping, just as that's, I'm the fall- da- that's the daytime. The daytime yeah. No, that's the whole just of the as day. I'm falling to sleep. No, yeah. You said between waking and sleeping. Waking is <gasps> sleeping is <laughs> good night. <laughs> so that's the whole of the daytime. I have a lot of good ideas. When 
you should bring some here to this creative environment. I've got a really good idea now. Go on. Oh, that's rude. Three Counties Radio, uh, Kelly Betts is through there, Catherine Boyle is in here. This yep. morning we're asking where is the best place to do your thinking or is there an activity you do that is that promotes thinking after we talked about doing a poo? I don't uh, <laughs> I can't quite remember. Oh, this is what we need. This is what we need. This is what I want today. Can we get... You know, in... Um, courtrooms, yeah. you have the woman, it's always a woman, I'm not being sexy um, I am being sexy I can't turn that off, you have the woman typing on a special typewriter that's only got seven keys yeah. and she's logging everything Yeah. Is she the clerk? Why not? 
can we get a clerk for the show this morning so that I could then refer back to the clerk to refer back to the notes and say, just remind me why we're talking about um, the way you do your creative thinking. They go, um, because uh, two uh, Italian men proposed um, whilst they were on the toilet. Thank you, clerk. That's my job, isn't it? But you don't know either. And also, you've got other stuff to do. Coffee, anybody? So... Wow. It really is wind-up cath day today, isn't it? We need a clerk for the show. You would stay on the phone all morning. We'd pay for the phone call. You're uh, already ruling out all the people who've got jobs. <laughs> I don't want So we're going to get a special kind of clerk. <laughs> I don't want an it's gonna be. Person. It's going to be Peter in Warmer Green. <laughs> He's got nothing better to do. <laughs> Apart from have a whinge. <laughs> oh, wait, four, five, nine, four, double, five, five, double, five. So, things so far. Where do you do your best thinking? What do you do when you do your best thinking? What are you doing? Is there like a zen-like state you achieve? Uh, and can we get a clerk to sit on the phone for the whole show taking notes, please? Catherine, what else have you got? Um, nothing. Do the rude teacher. Where is he? He's in the oh, mirror. Oh, ah, yeah. Hang on. Page 23 of the mirror. There we go. That? There's a teacher who... Um, this guy is bl- brilliant. I mean, we all like teacherly bants, and I can imagine... I hang around with children a lot, and sometimes you, if a little bit of sarcasm needs to be let off, doesn't it? Yeah, and page they 23. No- normally they don't notice. I think in this case they did notice. In fact, we know that they noticed because there were complaints. He was a little bit cheeky. A... Four-mouth teacher, says the mirror. I think they mean foul mouth. You'll like this one, Kelly. Faces... This, if you were a teacher, this is the kind of stuff you'd a do. A classroom ban for uttering repeated obscene sexual rants at pupils. I'm not saying you'd, you'd do that. Former professional footballer Michael Rankin... Steady, steady. ..is said to have And told... you know, you know, if your name, if your name, last name is something like Cox or Dix or Rankin... Willie. Or, or Mr Willie, you're not... Don't become a teacher or change it before you become... You can't have a teacher called Mr Rankin. You just can't. Ask him for trouble. I mean, even if you've not got a name that's asking for it, you will get one. So, I don't think you can win. Former professional footballer Michael Rankin is said to have told one child, every time I... um, I'll change it, shall I? Yeah, I probably should. Blueberry. Every time I blueberry your mum, she makes me a sandwich. That's why I'm fat. (laughs) (laughs) The one-time player for Dumbarton is accused of telling another, that's me and your mum in the back of that car while watching a sexy scene in the film Bend It Like Beckham where a car bounces up and down. What does he say to the kids? What does he... When he insults the kids? He's got some great ones. He... What, the pupil... Oh, Rankin's also alleged to refer to one pupil as Shrek before asking another how many pies you had today. The pupil claims they were called a big bag of wind, fatty, fat... Again, uh, blueberry, and fat... Well, uh, the worst word in the world. Cranberry, let's say, by the wildly swearing master. Imagine your teacher calling you a fat blueberry and... Uh, blue, blueberry's the F word, yeah? No, it was a B. OK. Uh, and, uh, uh, and a fat cranberry. Imagine that. But how old are these kids? Like nine. Some, some as young as 13. They're probably saying it's him first. Yep, some as young as 13. His he's, name's yeah, Rankin. The thing is, Kelly, he's the grown-up in this scenario. Got to rise above. Don't join in. And it sounds like he was leading it. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M1 southbound, it's starting to look quite slow from Junction 10 for the M1 Luton Airport Spur Road. And the M25 anti-clockwise is looking quite busy between Junction 17 for Maple Cross and 15 for the M4. The A1 southbound looking at speed sensors has queues building up from Rowley Lane towards Stirling Corner. And the A421 standing way in Milton Keynes is not looking too bad at the moment, but there are roadworks going on on the Kingston roundabout, so expect delays there later on. No reports of any problems on the trains. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. And well done, thank you, Samantha. And well done for avoiding the swear words there, Catherine, because we know that you've got a tendency just to pop them out. So. Well, I tried to find something that was as innocent as possible. And what could be more innocent than blueberries and cranberries? Careful. <laughs> 6.47, it's uh, Wednesday the 11th of February. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Four Counties Radio. Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner looks set to lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation. And the... Oh, I like this story. Go on. Why aren't we uh, in this... The prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes will be unveiled in London today. Why aren't we in that driverless pod being carted around? It's in London. Oh, yeah. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. Well, it's feeling a little less cold than it did yesterday and there's less mist and fog around. Still can't rule out the odd patch, but for most of us, it's not too bad at all. The temperature also less chilly than yesterday. Three, four Celsius already at the moment. Most places stayed above zero overnight last... In fact, all places stayed above zero overnight last night. So no scraping of ice or frost from windscreens this morning. But it is rather cloudy. It stays dry, perhaps a little brighter this afternoon, but nothing too much to write home about. The temperature which is up to around 7 Celsius by the end of the day. Now, the cloud stays with us overnight, but it's quite useful overnight as it prevents the temperature from dropping down perhaps as far as it could. So staying again above zero, 2 Celsius being the minimum. So it's a similar start to Thursday. In fact, it's a similar day. More cloud, rather quiet. Temperatures are 7 Celsius. The change really starts to happen overnight Thursday. Wind starts to strengthen. Quite a breezy day for Friday. And with it, we could see the arrival of some rain towards Friday afternoon. But then it settles all back down again just in time for the weekend and that's your forecast call 08459 455 555 BBC Three Counties Radio Hi Matt Yeah Hello Matt uh, Ian will be with you in a second alright Okay It might be silent for a bit at first Yeah, yeah Alright well, stay on the pro- line He's probably thinking a lot Maybe yeah <laughs> Alright Matt mate, Matt stay on the line all right. Hang on, Matt. I'm just going to put you through in a second. Hello, Matt. Yeah. Are you still there? Yes. Oh, I thought we lost you for a minute there. Yeah. Okay, we'll just put you through in a second. You're right, Matt. Okay. Okay, just hold on a moment. Matt. Yes. Hello, Matt. We're just going to put you straight through. Hang on, we're having a bit of um, technical difficulties. Okay. Bear with me. Stay on the line. Right. Be right with you, Matt. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're not going out or anything, are you? Am I? You're not going out or anything, are you? No, no, okay, I've just read my tea. Oh, good. Okay, we'll be right with you. Okay. Matt? Yeah? Hang on. Sorry. I'm trying to put... We're just having a bit of... Hang on. All right, you should be through in a minute. Hang on. You're winding me up, aren't you, Kelly? No, sorry. The, the system's gone a bit funny. Stay on the line. Don't hang up. Okay. 
All right, Mike, you're still there? Yes. OK, be right with you. Matt, is it silent on the line? What? Is it silent on the line? No. What about now? No, it's fine. We're just trying to connect you. Hang on. Okay. Stay there. I think he's gone. Matt? No, I'm here. Hello, Matt? Yeah. Matt? Yes? Oh, you're there. Just a minute. We're just going to put you through now, Matt. Hang on one second. Sorry about all this. <laughs> Bear with me. Matt, you still there? Yes. Can you hold the line just uh, for a few seconds? Is that okay? 
Yes. Ian's going to come to you very, very soon. Is that okay, boss? I'm just having a sleep. Okay, you, you wait there, having a few problems on the line, and uh, Ian will talk to you very soon. Thanks for You've your patience. Got more than a few problems on this line. Matt? Yes? Just checking that you're still there. Hang on, I'm just trying to put you through. We're having real problems with our phones this morning. Are you, what are you hearing? Swing in London. Oh. Oh, we would... Oh. Ian, okay. All right, hang on, stay on the line. Hello, Matt. Really sorry about this. Um, I think we should be able to fit you in before 8 o'clock. You've not got anything to do, have you, Matt? I'm going to hang up in a minute. Oh, I'm really sorry. Hang on a minute. Let me see if I can if I can just put these two. Hang on. <laughs> I don't get why you pay ten million pounds a football match. It just seems a ridiculous amount. To pay ten million pounds for a football match. Are, are they going to reduce the price? Can you hear anything, Matt? Can you hear Ian? Yes, he keeps coming in and out, in yeah, and out. Yeah, he does as that. Normal. I'm a football Sounds fan, as terrible. you know. So you've got to wonder if at 10 million quid, I do not understand for the life of me, and I'm sorry to keep going on about this, but 10 million quid for a football match. Uh, we're trying to connect you, Matt, but it's not. Okay. Hang on. No worries. You'll probably have to wake me up in a minute. If you're going to pay £10 million for a football match, you've got to wonder what on earth is the, the average... It's supposed to be a working-class game. What's the average man going to do? <sighs> Hello, Matt. We'll be putting you through in just a second, OK? OK. Really sorry about this. Matt, just hold on there. Just hold on. We're doing our best. Well, I should think the next person will be on will be Jonathan. Your words, not mine. <laughs> Matt, are you still there? Yes. I'm so sorry about this. I know that you've been on the phone for quite a long time. We are, your call is very important to us and we are trying to connect you. You're, you're next in line. Where are you, Kelly? In a tunnel? Yeah. <laughs> Just hold the line, Matt. We'll be right with you, OK? OK. Don't go anywhere. No. Still there, Gaze? Yes. OK. Just checking. Hold the line. How's the vibe on your phone there, Matt? Is it OK? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. The vibe on your phone. Uh, well, no, I'm just having a little sleep now. OK. While hold, you, uh, hold the line. Decide what you're going to do. Just hold the line. We're trying. See, I'm being very calm, aren't I? Matt, are you still... Matt, hello? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, Normally Matt. I lose my temper now, Kelly, don't I? You're doing really well. You've been really patient. Hang yeah. on. I'm well, just going to... you gonna... better tell Ian that. Well, I'm, I'm trying to put you through to him. There's been some sort of dodgy connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, hang on. Hold the line. <laughs> Matt? Yes? Matt? Yes? Can you hear me, Matt? Yes. Come out of that tunnel, Kelly. 
Matthew? Yes? Just checking you're still there. There's a train going past. Can you hear that train? No, I can't. I think that's in your mind. Just, um, just hold the line. Yeah. Matt, I'm going to put you through in a second, OK? Oh, is that you, Ian? Thanks. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Between Oving and Whitchurch, the Oving Road is closed because a lorry's overturned at between Marston Lane, North Marston Lane and Bulk Road. On the A1 Great North Road, it's looking very busy on the speed sensors through the roadworks from the St. Neots Junction to the Black Cat Roundabout. And on the motorways on the M1 southbound, you can see on the CCTV cameras that it's looking very busy from the M1 Junction 10 Luton Airport Spur Road to Junction 9 for Redbourne. Also looking very busy on the M25 anti-clockwise between Junction 21 for the M1 and 19 for Watford. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties... Thank you, Samantha. Matt? Matt? Yes. Uh, what would you like to say, mate? You've got ten seconds. Um. Matt? Matt? Yes. Oh, you... Uh, well, thanks for calling, Matt. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's seven o'clock, I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines poll shows Bed's police commissioner could lose vote on tax increase to fund more officers. Harfordshire Council criticised over rent rises and stoppage time winner for Watford. BBC Three Counties Radio. Bedfordshire's police and crime commissioner has defended a move to raise the police council tax contribution by nearly 16%. The rise has triggered a referendum with the commissioner's own polling suggesting he could lose in the May vote. More from our political reporter Paul Scoynes. Ollie Martin says the rise is vital to maintain police numbers and to fight cybercrime and sexual exploitation. But the risk is huge. If he loses, and a YouGov poll for the commissioner suggests 70% of residents will reject the idea, the knock-on cost to the taxpayer will be £600,000 and he'll be back to square one. If he's successful, it will mean an average of 48p on the council tax bill of a bandy property in Bedfordshire, which will go towards more officers around the county. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation. More from you and Duncan. Well, in Hatfield Borough Council says an average 5.5% increase will enable it to continue to deliver important housing services such as repairs and maintenance. But the local trades council says very few tenants are likely to receive pay rises to match. In neighbouring authorities, St Albans District is setting its rent rise at 2.2%, while Stevenage councillors voted on a 2.18% council house rent increase, an average rise of £2.15 a week. An inquiry into the treatment of NHS whistleblowers has heard what's described as shocking accounts of the suffering of staff who've raised concerns about patient safety. The inquiry publishes its findings this morning. Ministers are outlining what regulations will be needed for driverless cars. The prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes will be unveiled in London today. Two children from St Albans who wrote a song about falling out of love with TV character Peppa Pig have been forced to remove their music from iTunes. More from Barry Caffrey. Ten-year-old Joshua Lima and his eight-year-old brother Noah called their song Peppa Pig and used Peppa as the accompanying image when they made their song available for sale online. Months later, they received a trademark infringement notification on behalf of Entertainment One, the company that licenses the brand. 
The letter described Peppa as a valuable property and said the song must be removed. Although the song has been taken down, the boys hope to continue to make music and want to record an album by the end of the year. In sport, Watford are up to fifth in the championship after victory at promotion rivals Brentford. Pitcher onto his left foot, works it. Carlo on the volley, it's there! Oni Carlo scores again! Watford are in front, it's stoppage time! It's Brentford 1, Watford 2! In League 2, Wickham lost 2-0 at home to Plymouth. Mark Cullen scored twice as Luton came from 2-0 down to draw 2 all at home to York and Stevenage drew 0-0 at home to Bury. The weather cloudy this morning with some brief sunny intervals this afternoon. A maximum temperature 7 degrees Celsius and you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Morning, guys. Coming up on the show this morning, bigger slice of tax pies, council house rent rise, and Peppa Pig pones little guys. Yes, we've got those songwriters exclusively on the show. Ten to eight, they're coming on. With their dad. With, with their dad. Are they coming in or are yeah, they, they're coming they're in? They're coming into the studios. It'll be like when One Direction turn up at Radio 1. There'll be hordes of fans outside. And they'll be issued with a writ the moment they step into the building. 08459 455555. We've discovered that um, when you are going to the toilet number twos, it stimulates a part of the brain. It helps you think better. When are you at your most creative? And on the day it's revealed that having a nap is actually good for productivity. Where do you like to have a nap? Where's the oddest place you've had a sleep? I love napping in my car. Across beds and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I've worked out the technique. Sit in the driver's seat. uh, Wind the driver's seat back to an angle of 45 degrees. Flip onto side. Legs go round gear stick into uh, footwell of passenger seat. Head goes back. Arm locks in between the headrest and the chair. How how do you negotiate the gear stick? Your legs go round. It goes in the crook of the knee. Right. Got it all worked out, Not and it's legs free- in there, exactly, mate. Exactly. Don't don't turn. Um, uh, you will turn a crisis into a catastrophe. No. I couldn't sleep in a car. I'd feel too vulnerable. I'm not going to do anything to you, honestly. Just close your eyes. Um, couldn't sleep on the back seat of a car. I like to have my arm up and over. My right. arm has got to be up and over. See, I like my leg out and round. I know, and I wish you'd stop doing that in the workplace. <laughs> Where do you like to have a nap? Um, <clears throat> sofa. It's always a surprising good. one. Love a sofa. Face buried into the sofa, arm over the back of the sofa. Yeah, beautiful. 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 Um, where else have I had a nap? I don't really like planes and trains because there's too many other people around. Oh, I like a good nap on, a, on an aeroplane. I used to be able to. I can't do it now. When I was younger, I used to be able to make myself fall asleep during the takeoff. I allowed the pressure, change in pressure oh, really? to knock me out. It was wonderful. Great I skill. worry about um, aisle overhang. You probably will. No, I worry about aisle overhang. No, you, I say you probably will. It's not very, there's not much space there, so aisle overhang as well. Peter? Good morning. Where's the best place for you to have a nap? Probably anywhere at your age. <laughs> Waiting for a bus, in the library. 
On the toilet. Sometimes listening to the radio. Oh, touche, <laughs> Peter, touche. <laughs> what what you got for us, Petrov? Uh, just listening to about rents, actually. Oh, yeah. That's, the... not, new, that's not real news, let's really. Just, hang, on, hang on, let's just remind people. Well, in Hatfield Council are going to increase their uh, uh, social rent by 5.5%. Yeah, they did the same last year. Oh, and they did it, and they did similar as the year before and the year before that. Yes, they've been increasing it by inflation plus two pounds to government formulas. That's not only this government, yes. but it's the previous Labour government well, as well. No, there's been a uh, suggestion, but from a housing expert, we'll speak to you later, that actually they're not going according to government guidelines with this one. They've, they've stopped doing that, haven't they? Well, well, last year the, the government took about the five billion pounds from the councils from. Social rents. <laughs> Look at you, your evil laugh. It, <laughs> uh, well, I don't know whether people really know the facts no. that goes on. No, you you know the facts. My rent last year went up to six pounds seventy-five. My pension went up much lower than that. So you're you're rolling in it then, Peter? Oh yeah, I'm, it's I'm all about the Benjamins it, for you. I won't tell you what it is. It's something to do with what you were just previously talking about. Well, I'm certainly rolling in it. I'm good. Oh. <laughs> Peter, good to talk to you. You're good. Ta ta, you're a good sport. <clears throat> 08459 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Best place to have a doze? And where do you do your best thinking? Call 08459 555 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Bedfordshire Police Commissioner Ollie Martins has triggered a referendum over his plans to raise his part of the council tax in the county by nearly 16%. The whole referendum is costing £350,000, could rise to £600,000 if he loses, which his own polling suggests is actually entirely possible. Well, Dr Tim Brain, former Chief Constable of Gloucestershire Police and leading academic at Cardiff's Police Science Institute, joins me now. Uh, morning, Timothy. He, he says he's desperate to raise the money. It, it's also going to cost a lot of money. Is it worth it? Well, he's obviously estimated that it is worth it because uh, the financial circumstances, because of central police grant cuts from the Home Office, is so dire uh, that this is a risk worth taking. Um, it's, it's, from what I can see, the costs are going to come out of the reserve funding, so it's not going to cost the council taxpayer in Bedfordshire anything more this year, um, but obviously it will be a hit on the reserves, so he can't use those reserves for something else. But uh, Bedfordshire, along with all other forces in the country, have faced uh, substantial cuts. Bedfordshire is a smaller force. It's very difficult to hide the effect of those cuts. And clearly, Ollie Martins thinks it's worth the effort to go and ask the people. That's what the referendum legislation permits, and he's using it for the first time. Um, so this, is, this is the first time. It, it, it could be quite an important uh, decision either way. Uh, they're in a tricky situation, aren't they, PCCs, in, in the fact that, as you say, all of them are, are getting cuts in their funding and they're, they're desperate for cash. Uh, yes, they are in a tricky situation. Uh, dare I say it, they're all volunteers. Uh, every PCC stood for election back in 2012, uh, and whether you like this government's legislation on PCCs um, or police authorities, whichever one you prefer, this is exactly the job PCCs have been elected to do. Uh, and um, I think it's a matter of some praise that Ollie Martin is actually testing this legislation, whereas most of the others will uh, hide behind the uh, lowest possible increase 
least they can uh, put on the council tax, uh, short of going to a referendum. Uh, the people always kind of say, oh, would you like to pay more for the police? Most people will say yes, but when it comes time to put that tick in the box and put their hand in their pocket, I, I would imagine that, that, that they're actually slightly more reluctant. Uh, we're all the same. Benjamin Franklin in the 18th century observed that we're all for uh, general uh, uh, efficiency, general savings, uh, low taxation, but we like to see specific expenditure. So if you ask people would they want to see more money spent on policing, the general answer is yes. If you ask them the question, do they want to pay more for it, the general answer is no. Uh, now, I think this is where the role of the PCC comes into its own. It's to, to fight a campaign, mm. to put forward his case to take it round the county and win people over. Uh, he won't be able to do that just by simply having a good case on paper. He's got to actually uh, fight a mini-election campaign, go on the stump, go to public meetings, be active on websites, take advantage of broadcasting opportunities, and do some door-to-door, -door and actually convince people this is what uh, they need. Because my own experience back in Gloucestershire, back in the early 2000s, is if you actually do take a case uh, to the people and argue it, People do understand and are prepared to consider quite considerable increases in council tax. Different regime, of course, back in the early 2000s, but people nevertheless were prepared to support a substantial hike in council tax in Gloucestershire, far higher than what uh, Mr Martins is seeking now. Timothy, really interesting talking to you, and it's interesting that twist of, uh, of turning it into a mini-election. That's Dr Timothy Brain, uh, leading academic at Cardiff's Police Science Institute. He was also a chief constable, so he knows what he's talking about. Uh, and, uh, well, Ollie Martins is coming on just after 8 o'clock to, I guess, kick off that campaign. And I suppose that's what he needs to do, doesn't he? He needs to go round, knock on doors, um, speak to people here and uh, uh, convince them that actually it's a good idea. Do you think it's a good idea, Dave? Oh, good morning, boss. Yeah, do you, do you, hang on. Do you think it's a good idea, Dave? What's that? What I was just talking about, mate, for the last ten minutes. What, about the police? Yes, mate. Yeah, no, I say reduce them. Sorry? Reduce it, reduce your t uh, council tax. What? No, no, increase it. What what we, what we got police for? Well, to, to, to stop, help cut down crime and to investigate oh, crime. What a big laugh. What? I've got no trust in the police, mate. Why is that, mate? Uh, big story, but I can't go on the air with it, but it's a big story. Why? Were you, were you arrested for a murder you didn't commit? Well... Not me, but not a murder, but many things by the police of the past. OK, so you're saying we should get rid of the police? Yeah. What, no are you nuts? No. But because just because you did a bank robbery and you got no, fingered... No. no, I didn't do a bank robbery. Did you get fingered? Yes, but... Look, Who fingered you? Two, the police fingered you? Yeah, and the two, and the two boys, and others. It's a big story, eh, and I can't go through it, but... Um... Well, this is Sunny Dave. Sunny Dave's not quite as dull as we thought. He's no, got no. previous. Did they find out about that jewel heist, Dave? Yeah. What jewel eye? Oh, exactly. Jewel eye? Yeah. You got jewel eye? What's a jewel eye? It's after but, June. Um, no, we, uh, this police business... Yes, Dave? I don't agree with it at all, mate. What? When you say the police business, you mean the police? You don't agree yeah. with them? No. I think it's called the police force or police no. service Police now. service nowadays, yeah, yeah. 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 You yeah, don't no. agree with the police? No. Whatever? No. Because I you got fingered them. for a jewel eye? No, I don't trust them, mate. Because Sorry. of jewel eye? I, I, that's my feeling. What about an August? Who? So, no, you... No, I, what I actually come on about... <laughs> yeah. 
It's to slag um, off the, the police, it sounds excuse like. Excuse me. If, no, you're no, a serving, well, if you're a serving police me. officer and you want to stick up for yourself, well, I, we'll give you Dave's address. Yeah, well, do that. They know me. Yeah, well, it turns out you got previous. You got done for a July. Yeah. Uh, no, I come on the phone. Did you? Because you were uh, rather rude, and I think, you, well, you all, not just you, to ring up Matt and have him... Hello? Oh, yeah, we were... Matt, for God's sake, come back on here. I'll talk to you. Hello? Oh, yeah. That Catherine, I'll get hold of... I'll get hold of that Catherine. Believe me, I will. Oh, dear, oh, pray. Just talk to yourself here. Do, 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 do. Hi, Dave. Oh, don't you Hello, start. Dave. Okay. Sorry, we're no. having some problems. Yeah, just, yeah, you're having some problems. We've just lost you. You're I'm going to put you back through. Hang on you, a second. Yeah. yeah. Who's this on the line? Is that Dave? Oh, okay. Dave. Hello, Dave. Is that... Is that, is that Hello, Dave. Just... Where are you? Hello, Dave. Yeah, yeah. You can't, yeah, hear, me. Just... You can't hear me. Oh. Yeah, you... I'll get you, Kev. Dave. Yes. Oh, yeah, he's there. Hang... Stay on the line. Hang on. Oh, dear. Okay. Let's go to Dave right... in Luton. Morning, Dave. What do you think about that? Oh, you started again, ain't you? What do you think about the police? I don't. What do you mean I'm... you don't? What do you mean I you think... don't? I think you should ring up Matt. And deeply apologise. Hello? Travel news for beds, hearts and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In Newport Pagnell on the A422, callers have reported that it's partially blocked at the Marsh End roundabout because a lorry's overturned and that's causing some delays through there. Also in Whitchurch on Oving Road, that's been closed because the lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bulk Road. In Uxbridge on the A40 Western Avenue, there's a lane blocked by a breakdown at the Swakeley's roundabout. And looking at the motorways, the M25 anti-clockwise is looking very slow from around Junction 16 for the M40. And the M1 southbound's very busy between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and 10 for the Luton. Airport Spur Road. Checking the train departure boards, there's no reports of any major delays at the moment. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha. 7.16, it's Wednesday, the 11th of February. I'm in Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A poll suggests Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner would lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation. And the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes will be unveiled in London today. BBC Three Counties Radio. Every weekday morning. Let me get on with your consumer problems. Should I expect it to last as a £350 TV or a £250 TV? Jonathan Vernon-Smith. Have you gone back to the retailer? I went and spoke to the company that you paid the money to. The JBS show fights for your rights and tackles your consumer problems. So I emailed again and reminded them of the statutory rights, which I've heard in your programme. If you need our help, email show at bbc.co.uk. They've backed down and they... 
way of putting right into me that I no longer earn the money. And we could do the same for you. That's fantastic news. Thank you so much, Jonathan. Your team is fantastic because you look after the people. The JVS Show, weekdays from nine on BBC Three Counties Radio. Uh, we'll talk about social housing in a minute, but before that, we've been talking about uh, uh, when do you do your best thinking? Where is the best place to have a nap? And, um, well, he's been bullying old men as well. Any Texas, Catherine? Uh, only about uh, police. Mark in Bedford oh, says, yeah. please ask Ollie Martins who he is proposing will be eligible to vote on the increase. Will this be limited to people who actually pay council tax or anyone on the electoral roll? I would have a major problem with people voting on something they don't contribute to. Um, this is Mark in Bedford. Everyone pays council tax to a certain extent. And you might have a massively reduced council tax, mm-hmm. but everyone, everyone pays, don't they? Or am I being wildly naive there? Who would be exempt from council tax completely? Um, even on, even if you're on benefits, you have to pay. Yeah, you do. Part so of it. A proportion of your. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's significantly reduced, but everyone pays council tax. So yeah, everyone who pays council tax. Glad we've answered that one. Only council tax dodgers wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> and they probably wouldn't be bothered about voting anyway. No. Oh wait, four five nine four double five five double five, or you can text eight one three double three. Start your text three CR. Now, Wellin Hatfield Borough Council has been criticised for raising social housing rents beyond the rate of inflation. St Albans Wellin and Hatfield Trades Council says tenants in low-paid jobs are unlikely to have pay rises to match the 5.5% increase set by Wellin Hatfield Borough Council. Well, Roger Trigg is Executive Member for Housing and Community at Wellin Hatfield Borough Council and Bob Wilkins is President of St Albans Wellin and Hatfield Trades Council branch. And yes, I am being paid per pound every time I say the word Wellin. Uh, let's start with Roger. Roger, morning. Why have you put the rents up? Good morning. Um, well, our rents have been historically very low and well below market rents, currently something like 50% of private market rents. And uh, to facilitate keeping our housing stock in good condition and generally running the housing revenue account in uh, not in deficit, we found that uh, 5.5 was the best we could increase this year. How did you come up with that figure? Um, well, it's, it's quite a complicated calculation done by our financial accountants in the housing department and based on government guidelines. What, what government guidelines are they? Uh, well, that we have to keep the housing revenue account in balance and we have to uh, repair the stock. And we are looking towards um, market rents and, um, well, similar to the market rents that... Uh, well, the thing is, the, the, market, the market rents, as we know, are, they can be anything that anybody wants. Can you really compare the rent of social housing, which is for people who are um, perhaps a little bit more in need, can you compare those, those rents to, to private rentals? Well, we take a percentage, really, and uh, every house type does vary. Each location varies slightly, so it's not a direct comparison. But uh, social housing rents that the Welland Hatfield Council charge are roughly 50% of the market rent. Uh, Let's go to Bob Wilkins from Trades Council. Uh, Bob, there you go. You've heard uh, Roger uh, say that they need to increase the rent. Well, it's the same old Tory chestnut, isn't it? They trot this out every year about market rents. They clearly fail to understand the concept of social housing and every year we have this um, this chestnut about their rents being below the simple fact is year on year the last five years the rent payers of William Hatfield have had their rents increased by almost 50% their wages haven't gone up by that Roger your reaction well what I would say is that um uh, roughly 60% of our tenants um, receive some form of housing benefit, and so they are protected against uh, re- rent increases. Well, they still, what, they get their entire rent covered? 
Some do, yes. But it's not. How, how many get their entire rent covered? Because normally with, with um, uh, uh, rent, you just get a percentage, don't you? You still have to find the rest. They, the, the majority of them, I imagine, would still have to find more money. No, if they're on very low uh, incomes and um, are certainly unemployed, they, they would get the whole of their housing. And what's that, what's that percentage? Do they get all of their housing benefit covered? I can't be sure. There are 60% receive some form of benefit. OK, but, but it will be significantly less than that, that, that get their, their whole rent covered. Bob, some of them are going to get their whole rent covered. Yes, I understand that, and that's rightly so. But what about the 40%? What about those that, that constitute the working poor? Those people, if for no fault of their own, are in work but are unable to, to earn enough to meet their needs, their housing needs. So where does this leave those people? Are those the people that are supporting the rest of the district? No, but, but, charge is frozen. but Bob, if these if these properties need to be maintained, you, you can't expect, or can you? You can't expect um, uh, the council to go into a deficit to maintain these houses while while other people are having to look after their own properties. Well, that that that's uh, that is a point to it if you're a conservative. But the simple thing is, the housing stock needs to be maintained. They take a rent off it, which which uh, is is maybe sufficient or insufficient to meet those needs, councillor. Um, Trigg may be able to tell me about that. But the, the simple fact is that if we um, are looking to maintain a healthy social housing stock, it cannot be merely those people at the bottom of the ladder that are in, in, uh, encumbered with that, that support mechanism. Roger? Well, I would say that um, uh, those that are in work, and, and the low pay particularly, have been helped significantly by an increase in their personal tax allowance. I mean, at the lower end, the percentage is quite um, considerable. So that's one thing that's helped. The job situation, in, certainly in Well Hatfield and this whole southeast area, has, uh, has improved significantly. And uh, what I would say is that, um, if your listeners are interested, that our average rent is £106 a week for a two-bedroom house. They will be surprised, uh, perhaps, to know that that is the current level. That's not bad, is it, Bob? Well, that's £424 a month. It's not bad, though, is it, Bob? It's not great, is it? It's not for social housing. <laughs> well, uh, we, we, we believe that the average uh, market rent will be around about £229. Yeah, you on about the average market rent, this isn't the average. And trying to, um, to deflect criticism by talking about personal tax allowances and work increasing, zero hours, low-paid work, yeah, that's increasing, but that's, that's national. I don't want to talk about that. I would like you to justify 50% of increases over five years when community charge is frozen. Can you tell me, how much was the central government grant to keep the um, community charge at 0% this year? Uh, I haven't got the figure in front of me. I was looking at housing today, not uh, general finance. Right. Well, I think from the meeting the other night that that was around £85,000. Well, does, that ring a, does that ring a bell for you? Yeah, I mean, it's decreased, and um, something else that we, we would say, that uh, the working people are paying their t taxes, that, um, as we, I think I heard earlier uh, today, that the council tax has also been frozen for six years. Well, it has been frozen, frozen for six years, and that's entirely the point that the, the spread over the district is falling on the poor. This is an attack on the working class, the poor working class, the poor benefits. Everyone that is at the bottom end of the market, the housing market, has suffered under this Tory... Roger, you're, you're picking on the, uh, the most vulnerable people with this. Well, we're not, because um, we've got council tenants um, 
who some of them have been with us for 50, 60 years. Many are retired. So you're putting the um, rent up? Well, the rents are still significant below. No, but, you, but, you're, but, you, but if you address the, the accusation that some people are making, I, I think this is what Bob yeah. is making, that you are exploiting the most vulnerable people with this, this uh, uh, rent increase that is significantly higher than inflation. Well, I wouldn't agree, and I think if you look around at other local authorities in the area, you'll find that they're all um, carrying out a significant increase as well. Bob? Well, he wouldn't agree. No. Five times the rate of inflation this year, and he thinks that's fair. I mean, it's election year. I understand they don't want to touch the community charge. They're looking to be re-elected. But uh, that's nationally and locally. But the simple fact is, it's still five times the rate of inflation. And most people's wages haven't kept in, in, in touch with that this year, nor through the previous five years, at least, of these way above inflation rent increases. And it's no good to keep banging on about market forces. You cannot feed, clothe and house your family on market forces. And that is a simple fact for, for poor rent payers in Welling and Hatfield. Gentlemen, listen, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much. The last voice uh, you heard there was Bob Wilkins, President of St Albans Welling and Hatfield Trades Council. And the other gentleman was uh, Councillor Roger Trigg, Executive Member for Housing and Community at Wellin Hatfield Borough Council. Has the word Wellin ever been said so many times on the radio? It was Wellin. Do you remember when you were a kid and if they mentioned your town on the telly, you go, hey, Bob! Well, you wouldn't say this. I would say, hey, Bob, they just mentioned Slough on the telly! You get all excited. When I was a kid, they never mentioned my town. It was always London. One of them London kids. There was a, there's a great Monty Python sketch where um, uh, they uh, they talk about the wainscoting. You know what wainscoting is? Mm. Yeah. No. That? The, the bottom. What, 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 the, the skirting board. Is that the skirting board? The wainscot. Yeah, what's, what's the other word? Is that the skirting board? I guess, yeah. The skirting board. But isn't that outside? No, no, it's inside. Wainscoting is the inside skirting board. So what's that? That's, um... Oh, I know, because... That's coving. Yeah. Inside. Yep. Outside, that's gables. Yep. And inside, it's wainscoting. Right. You're right, Kels. It's what, is it? Wainscot. What's the thing on the outside? Gables. gables. Yeah, I thought that's what you said. Gables. Mm. So you've got, you got your gables... You've got your coving, as well. You've but there's a great suffix. Monty Python sketch where he's talking about the wainscoting in a house and then it cuts to a, 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 a country house with the sign wainscoting outside, implying it's the village, and Eric Idle runs out dressed as a woman and goes, Oh, oh, they've just mentioned wainscoting on the telly! Guys, anybody? Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the N25 clockwise, there's a lane closed between Junction 24 for Partis Bar and 25 for Enfield because a car's broken down that's causing three-mile queues. On the M1 southbound, there's very slow looking at the speed sensors between Junction 11 for Dunstable Road and the Junction 10 for the Luton Airport Spur Road. In Newport Pagnell on the A422, that's been partially blocked by a lorry that's overturned at the Marsh End roundabouts at the turning for Willen Road. And in Whitchurch, Oving Road is closed because the lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bulk Road. In Uxbridge on the A a40 Western Avenue, there's a lane closed because it's been blocked by a car that's broken down on the Swakeley's roundabouts. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts and bugs. This is BBC Three Counties Radio.
It's 7.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A poll suggests Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner would lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Ollie Martin says the rise is vital to fight cybercrime and sexual exploitation. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by an average of 5.5%. The local Trades Council says very few tenants are likely to receive pay rises to match. And the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes will be unveiled in London today. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Watford are up to fifth in the championship after coming from behind to win 2-1 at 10-man Brentford. Odion Igalo scored both goals with the winner coming in stoppage time after Troy Deeney had missed a penalty. His manager Slavisi Okanovic. We missed penalty, we made many, many chances. Uh, at the end we, we scored two, two goals. In my opinion we deserve we deserve uh, these three points. I repeat, two we must improve. In League Two, Wickham are down to third after losing 2-0 at home to Plymouth. His manager, Gareth Ainsworth. We had a bad day at the office today. Uh, there's one or two good good things in there, but but not many. Not enough to uh, to have me smiling tonight. Courtney Senior making his debut, really pleased of. And, uh, and uh, you know... Rest of it, it was uh, it's one to forget for me, really. Luton slipped to fifth after coming from two 0 down to draw two all at home to York, with Mark Cullen scoring both goals after the visitors went down to ten men. Had to skipper Steve McNulty also received a red card late on. Manager John Still says they may appeal. It just looked as though he cleared the ball. Two people went for it. It looked like he cleared the ball. I'm not 100% sure he caught the player, but that's from where I'm standing. Referee's views different. And I think everyone that's looked at it at the moment has said that was harsh. So, But we'll have a look and we'll see where we are. And Stevenage drew 0-0 at home to Bury. In the Premier League, Harry Kane scored again for Tottenham, but Mario Balotelli stole the show and the points for Liverpool in a 3-2 win at Anfield. Arsenal beat Leicester 2-1. QPR won away for the first time, 2-0 at Sunderland. Aston Villa are in the bottom three after losing 2-0 at Hull. Tonight's matches include leaders Chelsea at home to Everton, Manchester City at Stoke, Manchester United at home to Burnley. And in Conference South, St Albans drew 0-0 at Haventon Waterlooville. BBC Three Counties News and Sport. The next full bulletin is at 8. There's a voice that keeps on calling me Down the road is where I'll always be Every stop I make, I make a new Just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you want to join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel light That's old style Maybe tomorrow I want to settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my own
waiting to unfold A brand new tale no one has ever told We've journeyed far, but you know it won't be long We're almost there when we paid our fare with a hobo song Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on best thinking uh when i get up in the morning now really that's when your your, your brain because it takes me a good couple of hours for, for that to kick in well i've had me porridge oh. i'm all right now have you got your ready brett glow all around you well i wouldn't say i've got a glow around me at the moment <laughs> what you got for us pat yeah um about this referendum ollie martin oh so yeah ollie martins is going to have a referendum uh, uh, he wants to uh, increase the council tax by about 16 percent so that the coppers get more money he's coming in after eight to talk about it yeah i'm not surprised we've got a referendum coming when there's parliamentary elections because as we know yep. ollie martin's got elected as a labor pcc which is supposed to be non-political anyway well, he, what do you, i remember when we had them all, all the candidates coming in and it was all sold that this was going to be a non-political post. Yeah. Uh, and then that, you're right, that, it feels like that that's kind of, as, as time has gone on, where are we, a couple of years down the road, that's kind of gone by the wayside a bit. And, and politics is coming in, isn't it? It is. It's taking control. And, and the thing that really gets me down a bit with the, uh, C, uh, CPS, uh, the PCSOs that we've got on the streets at the moment, why hasn't Ollie Martins looked at the role of the PCSOs and thought, can we promote them to police officers, train them to police officers, and if we can't... Well, it's uh, money. Do it. yeah, so you have to pay to train them, then you have to pay them a, a copper's salary. Yeah, yeah, we're paying them a salary at the moment, these, uh, these PCSOs. And why isn't that on the questionnaire? Would you like us to look at the role of the... Oh. PCSOs. <laughs> well, then suddenly it becomes it becomes a ten-question thing, doesn't it? It's a simple, do you want to pay more council tax towards the police? Well, no, I don't, actually, because I don't see the benefits. Even if someone said there was under police officers, at the moment I can't see any benefits ah. of the police role at the moment. Well, that could be argued, Pat, um, that you're not seeing the benefits because of all the cuts they're making, and if they had more money, you might start to notice benefits. Well, Ian, I've been... Uh... <laughs> if you like, uh, having a moan since 1985 about it, it the police. It feels like it, yes. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. But the thing is, since 1985, when I'd first become a councillor in my early days, um, we were getting these cuts every year, and they were the excuses the police used every year. It has never changed. It really hasn't. Pat, I, this isn't working for me. Next time you call on, we're going to have to have an argument again, like the old days. I'll try and fit you in. Thank you very much, Pat. I'm, I'm kind of not always agreeing with, with Pat, but we're getting on a bit too much, Catherine, and that's inappropriate behaviour. Well, I mean, it depends how well you're getting on. I think that there is... We were laughing and chuckling then. We agreed the other day. He, he pwned me yesterday and I, and I laughed okay, at it. So we need to bring the tone a little bit more miserable. Yeah. Matt's on the line. Hey, Matty Bomb Bomb! Yeah. Good morning, yeah. Matt. What have you got for us? Are you going to talk to me now? Of course, Matt. Always talk to you. Nice to speak to you. I've not you, spoken for you, a while. Have we spoken this so, week? You must, you must be so pleased you took me right up today. Uh, what, what's happened, Matt? Uh, you know what's happened. Mm? But I'm so pleased you played a decent record at last. The Littlest Hobo? Up. Hello? 
Hello? The littlest hobo. Don't you talk to me about little? That is a brainwashing album. Absolute rubbish, say. Eh? Well, in what way is and the littlest hobo well, brainwashing? You played album? ZZ Top, didn't you? Uh, yes, Matt, we did. That, that was an hour ago, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, but I, I rang you straight away and all you done was blank me. No, you've... Sorry, mate. Hang Listen on a second. Me, you blank Catherine. Me. Thank you, Dave, for sticking up for thank me. Thank you. Catherine, uh, Kelly, is, when, is Matt just called in or did he call in earlier? Oh, we had a few technical oh, difficulties. Oh, yeah, sorry about that. Hey, guys, we are having a problems with the laugh. phone. You make me laugh. Sorry? You well, that's. Uh, I bet we don't, Matt, because you're the most miserable... <laughs> I'm going to. to do a lot of thinking on when I listen to you tomorrow. OK. OK. Yeah. What, what are you going to be thinking about, Matt? Me uh, naked? I'm going to think about not turning the radio on. But you'll be thinking about not turning the radio on while you're listening to me. Uh, yeah. Oxymoron. Yeah. Get rid of the first two syllables. What you got? Exactly. <laughs> Don't cry, Matt. I pwn you every day. Ta-ta! Bye-bye. 08459 What? I love him. I wish he'd just calm down, though. He's... Matty Bonbon. Bon. Calm, calm down. down. I mean, really. I think he's still... Oh, he's gone. Good. Well, that's something, isn't it? So I don't get... I don't get... As you know, I'm not a fan of the selfie, OK? Ask a waiter. Ask a travelling Japanese man. Ask a, a, a beef eater to take a photo of you. Don't take a photo of yourself. Mm. But there, this is phenomenon... Something like a phenomenon. Of selfie sticks. Yeah. I saw a fella in Birmingham the other day. You know, you see, you know, we don't see fellas so much these days selling hooky DVDs. Not in this country. That's on the beach. Why are you going to buy a DVD on the beach? I do. Uh, but you, you this, shouldn't. I do. You're funding crime. I'll tell you what I'd never do what? on a beach. I'd never let a Chinese fella give me a massage. Oh. Don't trust those fellas. Do not trust those fellas. Partly because they don't speak English, so they won't know what I like and what I don't like. Secondly, have they got massage licence? Don't think so. They've got a big laminated poster of a body with bits pointing at it. Well, if you need a poster with uh, arrows to tell you what part of the body is a back, I'm sorry, uh, fella, you're not touching mine. I was once approached by a man on the beach with a machete. Oh! Was he going to cut coconuts for yeah, you? Yeah, I had one, and he stuck a straw in it. Yeah. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, coconut is. Fresh so coconut is. you see it on the telly and it looks nice. Yeah. Mm. And Judith Chalmers going on about it all the time. She yeah. doesn't stop about coconuts, does she? Well, she's got two. Horrible. Huh? Watery. Uh, well, it's, it's, that's the milk, coconut milk. Well, they shouldn't call it milk. They should call it water. Well, no, it, you probably had an off one. No. Yeah. It was straight out the tree. Yeah, well, it probably wasn't ripe then. Climbed up it. It's got a, it's got a um, ripen. You got to get the ones that are, are, are about to fall or have just fallen. Well, he knew his business. He had the machete. He didn't know his business. He had a machete. Weren't, weren't you telling a story? Yeah. I will not let a Chinese fella. No, before then. And I will not buy donuts on a beach. Whoa! Stop. They're the best donuts. Beach donuts. Beach donuts are the no, best. No, 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 no. I've never had a donut on a beach, don't you? Have you never had been to the seaside? Yeah. Do you like to be beside the sea? Yeah. Side. Well, they're the, they're the best donuts. No, mate. Those yeah. are the and the worst. best chips. I think the salt air adds Not to it. Not a donut that is sold to you by a fella who's got like a string of donuts around his neck like he's a Frenchman with onions. No, what you're talking about? I was talking by like the Roach Coach. You go to the Roach Coach, yeah, of course, set up by the the Bill Roach Foundation. Mm. Uh, but it's a fella. It's the same fella that's selling watches that's selling jewellery. Oh, no. That's selling 
Hooky DVD. No, no. That's selling donut by the beach. I'm not buying that, and I'm not having a Chinese fella touching my back on the beach. However, relax it'll be. A, he's got a, he's got a map of a body. B, he's touched loads of other horrible sweaty bodies. C, he's going to be covered in coconut oil. Do you know what else I'm not buying? Go on. Lighters. No. From a man who doesn't speak because he's got a card and it says that he is deaf and dumb. Oh, do you know what? What I, I do? I saw is... him having a chat around the corner afterwards, yeah, yeah. and the lighter didn't work. What I do is I go, no. I don't smoke. He goes off, and then I go, all right, fella, yeah, I'll buy one. Oh, yeah. Oh! <laughs> Catch him out. Red-handed. They think we don't know these scams. We're wise. So this fellow was in Birmingham selling selfie sticks. Right, that's what the story was. I knew it was something. And I don't get the selfie stick. I've got a long arm, so just this one. So I don't need them. But um, selfie sticks are being banned at top museums. Top museums. The Guggenheim. The Guggenheim. The Smithsonian and the Guggenheim, in case they damage priceless works of art. Well, I mean, how close are you getting? The poles, which hold a camera phone up to four feet away... We know what they are. I normally use... um, I don't use poles. I normally use a Czech or an Asian fella. Guys, are you with me? Hey, I'm here. I'm here all week. It's a shame, isn't it? Have become a huge hit with tourists. But museum bosses are fearful after dozens of near misses as users carelessly brandish them. Hmm. The sticks are already banned as weapons at some UK footy grounds. Well, I mean, I think most weapons are banned at UK footy grounds, aren't they? I just do the selfie stick. I mean, what is the world coming to when that's a thing? Do you remember when we were kids? If someone saw you taking a picture of yourself, everyone would laugh. Now, people are not only taking pictures of themselves, doing ridiculous faces, duck duck faces and all that, but showing them to everyone else like there's nothing wrong with it. Where is the shame going? Well, saying that, I don't think there's enough pictures of my nana, of my grandparents' face when they were younger. They only had one face. (laughs) All four of them. All of their pictures are of places that they've been, and we don't get to see what they looked like throughout any of their you know, life because they didn't have the selfie stick. Because it was all about the fibre of their character. Exactly, the fibre yeah, of their character. Yeah, but I would have not loved the cut to of their jib. seen what they You don't want to see their wore, jib. what they looked Clothes. like, what cars they had. Rubbish cars. Yeah, but I would have liked to have seen all that. So you think the girls Instead that are standing sky, in the mirror doing this are doing no, it for future no, no, generations? No, 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 no. no, I don't think that, but I would have just... Their grandkids go, oh, look, Mum was a bit of a slapper. <laughs> Wasn't Mum a vain twit? What's Mum doing with her lips there? I don't mean all of that. You know what I mean. I've got a great idea for a game. Don't care. Who can do the best impression of Matt? Lockwood okay. or no, Matty Bum Bum. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, don't, you know, don't, don't like you. You, know, you make me sick. I want a bit of Kenny Rogers on the radio. You know, this littlest hobo brainwashing album. Jamaican Matt. <laughs> wow. Kelly, you do it then. <laughs> what? That, that's Grandpa Joe from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. They're the same person. I, uh, you know, I don't like the littlest Wogan. <laughs> that's borderline um, Wogan. I don't like it's Terry Wogan. I don't like the littlest hobo. It's a brainwashing album. It's not even an album. It's a song. It's a track. That's how brainwashed he is. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. If you want to do an impression of Matt or Dave Luton, you're more than welcome. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. 
On the M25 clockwise, there's a lane closed between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield. That's causing queues because of vehicles broken down. On the A1M southbound, it's looking very busy around Junction 7 for Stevenage. And in Newport Pagnell on the A422, that's been partially blocked by a lorry that's overturned on the Marsh End roundabout at the turning for Willan Road. In Whitchurch, Oving Road's been closed because of a lorry that's overturned between North Marston Lane and the Bulk Road. And on the A1 Great North Road, looking at the speed sensors, it's looking very slow from the St. Neots Junction to the Black Cat Roundabout, and that's because of the roadworks there. No reports of any major problems on the trains at the moment. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Sammy. 7.45, Wednesday the 11th of February. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A poll suggests Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner would lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation and the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes is being unveiled today. Let's get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's feeling slightly less cold than it did this time yesterday and there's not quite so much mist and fog around either. The temperature's around 3, 4 Celsius across all three counties, so above zero, frost-free, but it is rather cloudy. Now, this cloud is stuck. We've got high pressure and this cloud is just moving around in it and uh, it stays with us for the next couple of days. We may get a bit of brightness this afternoon. Temperature up to 7 Celsius. The cloud overnight protects us from the temperature, a bit like last night. Places dropping down to around 2 Celsius as a minimum temperature, so frost-free again tomorrow morning, but staying cloudy. We will pick up a little bit of a breeze tomorrow afternoon. Nothing too strong, just a little bit, and that's going to strengthen overnight Thursday into Friday. And then our change occurs, becoming quite breezy on Friday, and then some rain arriving through Friday afternoon and evening. That's your forecast. Thank you, Kate. Every weekday from 12, local people. Wendy Halson and David Chipley, the trustees of the Harpenden charity Spotlight on Africa. So privileged to see lives change, conditions change. Local stories. A deaf cafe will be popping up in Bedford later this month, opening its doors for you to share sensitive stories and talk of afterlife. Of people with the similar concerns. And you can have a light-hearted side of it as well, and we often end like that, you know. Local life. We're going to be heading off into the unassuming countryside of Bedford. We all know the brick pits and the industrial spoil that's marked the Marston Vale. Nick Coffer, weekdays from 12 on BBC Three Counties Radio. Call 08459 455 555. BBC Three Counties Radio. Any texts? Yeah, we've got a few. Go on um, uh, Ev is talking about social housing rents. He says, just like in London, they're trying to force the poor out by raising oh. rent, uh, move them on and sell the house so that someone with money will rent it out at the market rate. That's Ev with his uh, theory, or her theory, I'm not sure. Uh, Evelyn. Yeah, but it might be Everard. <laughs> it's not a name. Sure, it is. That's just. Um, Ev, is this a he male or a she male? Not that it matters. Everard is just a boast, isn't it? That's not a name. Oh, stop it. Um, also, uh, when was the last time you saw a police officer in the street in your area? Muses Peter of Walmer Green. Oh, Peter, Peter, Peter. Uh, and there was a complaint as well about uh, you talking about going to the toilet, but there was a reason why we we're talking about going to the toilet. Yeah, two Italians have proposed. In a survey of a thousand men, it came out they proposed whilst they were on the toilet. Yes, and then we got talking about where you do your best thinking. Yeah, uh, and. And uh, you reckon there's some sort of chemical process there is no it stimulates a part of the brain that's a fact that is a fact it stimulates part of the brain the creative parts uh, lots of uh, i'm sure van gogh used to do his uh well i mean yeah well he was he was nuts wasn't he but i'm sure he did mm. 
08459 555. Where do you do your uh, your best thinking? And where do you do best sleeping? The best. Now, we're we not talked about that, have we? There is a story in the paper that, um, uh, that actually it's been proven that actually having a nap um, is a good. It yeah, makes increases up for produ- lost sleep. productivity. Yeah. Because yeah. I wondered, you know, we nap, don't we, because of our jobs. Love a good nap, man. And sometimes I wonder whether it does me more harm than good. Yeah. You know, if you go too deep into your sleep. See, you I don't. Groggy. I I tend not to have the nap. I go for the full on uh, the full on sleep. Yeah, I go to bed early. Yeah, I can't. Well, I go to last night. I was in bed. Last night I was in bed by half past seven. The boys fell asleep listening to James Taylor. Nice. It was, I'm, t- I'm teaching the world. I wait four five nine four double five five double five. I don't know if you can tell, but we're filling because we've got loads of uh, young people wandering into the studio. Oh. Good morning, everybody. I'm going to ask you to sit down because that one, unless you can fix that one, Kelly, it's a little bit limp. One of our microphones isn't working. See what? Why don't you sit down and bring that chair in there? Then that way you're nice and close. Now I'm going to go through names. I'm going to start with the big fella first. What's your name, sir? Ewan. Ewan. I'm going to write these down because I'm absolutely terrible with names. We're going to go in order of height. What's your name, sir? Josh. Hello, Josh. And who have we got at the end? Noah. Noah. And then who's the really big fella? Joel. Joel. Joel's the dad. Now, listen, the reason we've got you in is because... Uh, well, you're all in... Uh, you're all in the, are you all three of you in the band? Yeah. yeah. OK, you. let's start with you. What's the band called? Um, the band's called The Magician's Nephew. Uh, and uh, it's got to be pointed out, you're all under the age of 30, quite considerably. <laughs> let's, uh, um, are you the youngest? Yeah. How old are you? Eight. Eight years old. And what do you do in the band? Play the saxophone. Whoa, hey man, that's like a proper instrument. I thought you were going to say you hit the triangle or something. <laughs> so we've got Noah on the saxophone. Josh, what do you play? I play the guitar and I sing. Okay, fantastic. And then what, what, what are you playing? I'm on the keyboard. Okay, all right. Uh, Magician's Nephew, where did the name come from? The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, so, so it's a little bit um, uh, artsy fartsy. I like that. It's like the doors. The doors got their name from. A door. Well, yeah, kind of. The, the doors of perception. I can't remember who wrote that. Maybe Huxley. Anyway, so it's it's a nice kind of thing. How long have you been in the band together, Josh? Well, it started around October last year. Uh, that's when we called in everybody. Yeah. And so how many people are in the band? Um, haven't thought about that. <laughs> Seven. You can, Dad, you can speak. Don't give him... Don't hold your fingers up. You can tell him. <laughs> Seven, seven, yeah, seven, seven people in the band. Now, are you three brothers? Um, no. So Josh and Noah are brothers. Yeah. You and how do you know these two? Um, I'm a friend from school. Okay. All right. And uh, be honest. Are they? You know, do they pull their weight because they're a little bit younger than you? Are they doing the? Are they doing what they need to do? Yeah, they're all right. Do you boss them around a bit? <laughs> no. Okay. But if you, if you had to, who would you say uh, Noah is, is like the boss of the band? Who's the? Who's, Josh, you the boss? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Oh, take, take, take it. So there's seven people in the band. You're all friends from school, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, and what kind of what kind of music do you like listening to? Uh, rock, rock and roll. Hey. Um, Eric Clapton. Here we go. The Beatles. Thank you. It would be really cool to meet Paul McCartney. I've met Ringo Starr. Really? Yeah, I met Ringo. And he he, he wouldn't shake my hand. He said, I don't shake hands in case I catch germs. So he elbowed me like that. We rubbed elbows together. (laughs) But I've never met McCartney. Who? Okay, so you like uh, Eric Clapton. Yeah. What kind of music do you like, Noah? Rock, too. Really? Eric Clapton. Right, let's be honest. Right, Beatles, excellent. (laughs) Do you like The Who? Who are the who? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, 
for that stodgy. Joel, these are your boys, yeah? yeah. You're fired as dad. That's it. You're fired as dad. Uh. The Who, you're gonna, seriously, you're going to like The Who, man, honestly. You're going to like The Who. Do you know who The Kinks are? Right, your homework, your homework, The Kinks and The Who, greatest oh, hits. Start them off on that, because honestly, <laughs> you're going to love that. I've heard The Who. You heard The Who. Honestly, I think you're going to like it. If you like, if you like Clapton, The Who are like Clapton, but good. Okay, they rock more. Uh, now, listen, you're, you're gonna. Uh, are you? Have you got any? You're not brought any instruments. You can't sing anything today, which is a shame. But you've been in trouble, haven't you? You're in trouble with like you, yeah. you youngsters subverting the system. You've got the corporate suits, the lawyers. The man is coming down on you, uh, Josh. Why are you in so much trouble? Well. Um... We used a copyrighted picture of Peppa Pig, the cartoon, on our CD cover. Yeah. And uh, we were ordered to take it down. Now, who, now in this situation, uh, I don't know a lot about copyright, who orders you to take it down? Is it actually Peppa Pig herself that uh, says it, or is it... Is, 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 it's Entertainment One. Oh, man, alive. That must have been gutting when you, 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 you got... Did you get a letter or an email? How does it work? Um, well, we got a letter... It was an email. An, e yeah. an email um, saying that we had to take it down. And since then, it's just been... Um, we've been invited to a load of TV shows to... So, in many ways, it's kind of, it's kind of paying off, isn't it, Noah? This is, this is <laughs> subverting the system. Have you, so, what was the song called, Noah? Peppa Pig. And what was it about? Um, Please well, say Peppa Pig. <laughs> well, what was it about? We uh how um, one day we me and just loved Peppa Pig. Hey. The other day you're out of it. Yeah, it's I've got boy I got boys who are five and three and they you'll know this that they will be obsessed about something. Then the next day do you, you go do you, oh, do you want to watch this? No. Don't like it. Well hang on yesterday you were watching six of them back to back. <laughs> At the moment it's Kung Fu Panda. They like Kung Fu Panda. They're digging that. So the song is about being in love with Peppa Pig and then being out of love with Peppa yeah. Pig, basically. And was it was it rude, you and about Peppa Pig? Was it nasty about Peppa Pig? Well, we, we, we didn't say anything to insult them. It was just, like, it's not really that that funny anymore. It, it? It, oh. was, it was more about... It was more about us falling out of love with Peppa Pig. We never meant any harm. Kathy, you've got girls. You're, oh, if you put your head, if you put these headphones on, boys, you'll be able to. If you, you'll be able to hear Catherine. Catherine, you've got girls. Are they are they in, in love with Peppa Pig? They're, I my boys never did the Peppa Pig they're thing. They're moving on. I mean, Ben and Holly was a big thing after Peppa Pig. Right. That's the sort of, Peppa Pig's the gateway yeah. cartoon. Ben and Holly. Yeah. Now they're moving on to slightly, you know, more riskier things. Yeah. Like Balamori. Hey. Yeah. So let's go. No, let's start with you. What What are you watching now? What, what, if Peppa Pig is no longer the thing, what are you watching? What's your favourite programme? Story Chanters. The what? <laughs> story Chanters. Story I Chanters. I don't, I don't, story Chanters, did you say? That's really? about people who've got lockups. <laughs> that is brilliant. Isn't that the programme where that, yeah, people have got st stuff in lockups and they go and have a look at what they've got? Yeah. That, I, yeah. I, I, you've blown my mind. Josh, what, what's your favourite? Storage Hunters, Cash in the Attic, Bargain Hunt? Um, probably Storage Hunters and American Pickers. Oh, what's what that? What the hell is... What is this? What is American voice to use? Oh, you like the voice? Oh, yeah, yeah, we like the voice as what's, well. What's American pickers? Well, it's basically storage hunters. It's... In America? <laughs> it, no, it. It, it's two people who go around, like, getting these super rare items, collector's okay, items. Okay, okay. You, what, what, what do you like? Um, I... I yeah, same problem. This is brilliant. I'm going to dig these out. That reminds me, actually, my kids are quite into Come Dine With Me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Okay, so listen, so you, the, you, you've had to take the track off. Have you got the? This was on iTunes, wasn't it? Yeah. Have you got other songs on iTunes? Uh, yeah, we have Ice Cream, Superheroes. Uh, we hope to put Peppa Pig back, back up. If you call it Deppa Dig or something, then uh-huh. they, that's, they, they can't do you for that. <laughs> Are you not worried that ice cream is going to come and sue you? Um, the, the whole the concept of ice cream might come. <laughs> okay, so listen, uh, 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 but this is kind of paying off, isn't it? Seriously, because you, yeah. I mean, you're on here, but you, you've got other, you, you're getting other kind of publicity as well, are you? Yeah. So what other stuff have you got lined up? Um, well, we're hoping to do more gigs um, um, around St Albans. Uh, we're, we're we're hoping to play outside the clock tower yeah. in Larks in the parks. Hey, um, fantastic! All, all that kind of stuff. Come and come and get the dad. Come in because we want to make sure we get all the plugs in. So what 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 gigs have they got coming up? No, we're trying to get rain talks now with St uh, Pancras International. Trying to get them to the play train there. station. Yeah, they would love to play there. Whoa, yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, and they're trying to avoid more of the pub. Uh, scene. They're trying to go for more of a light. They won't be allowed to go in the pub. Exactly. They're, they're, they're eight That's and ten, problem. for goodness sakes. Uh, and uh, is, there, is there a website, boys? If people want to find out more about, what is it, Magician's Nephew, where can they go? Um, well, it's, it's just on Google. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Say that again, Dad. It's www.magiciansnephewband.com. What's your accent? I can't. I love accents. I'm trying to place it. I'm Brazilian, actually. Brazil. I would yeah. never have got that in a million years. <laughs> uh, and of course, you've got other songs on iTunes. So if people go on iTunes, yeah. they can go and get some download some Magician's Nephew. Yeah. Boys, uh, Noah, Josh, Ewan, Joel, Dad, nice to meet you. I wish you the very best of luck. Thank you so much for coming in. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. In New Pop Hagnall, the A422 Monk's Way is partially blocked between the uh, at the Marsh End roundabout because the lorry's overturned at the turning for Willen Road, so that's causing some delays. In Witchurch on Oving Road, that's closed because the lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bulk Road. And in High Wycombe on the A404 Marlow Hill, that's looking very busy on the speed sensors all the way into High Wycombe. In Woodford on the North Circular Road, there's a lane blocked by an accident between the Waterworks Corner and the Crooked Billet underpass. That's causing delays from the M11 Junction 4 for Woodford. And looking at the motorways, the M25 clockwise is a lane closed between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield, so that's causing it to be very slow past there from the Homesdale Tunnel. Smart the Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Across beds, hearts, and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. It's eight o'clock. I'm Simon Oxley. The headlines poll suggests Bedfordshire Police Commissioner will lose vote on tax rise to fund more officers, housing rents row in Well in Hatfield, and Milton Keynes driverless pods to be unveiled today. BBC Three Counties Radio. Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner has defended a move to raise the police council tax contribution by nearly 16%. The rise has triggered a referendum, with the Commissioner's own polling suggesting he could lose in the May vote. More from our political reporter, Paul Scoynes. Ollie Martin says the rise is vital to maintain police numbers and to fight cybercrime and sexual exploitation. 
but the risk is huge. If he loses, and a YouGov poll for the commissioner suggests 70% of residents will reject the idea, the knock-on cost to the taxpayer will be £600,000 and he'll be back to square one. If he's successful, it will mean an average of 48p on the council tax bill of a bandy property in Bedfordshire, which will go towards more officers around the county. Well, in Hatfield, council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by an average of 5.5%. The local Trades Council says very few tenants are likely to receive pay rises to match, but Conservative councillor Roger Trigg has defended the decision. Well, our rents have been historically very low and well below market rents, currently something like 50% of private market rents. And uh, to facilitate keeping our housing stock in good condition and generally running the housing revenue account in uh, not in deficit, we found that uh, 5.5 was the best we could increase this year. A review of the treatment of whistleblowers in the NHS has heard what's described as shocking accounts of suffering. The chair of the inquiry, the barrister Sir Robert Francis, said a significant proportion of health workers were afraid to speak up when they saw poor care. He was commissioned by the government and will publish his recommendations later this morning. Ministers are outlining what regulations will be needed for driverless cars. The prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes is being unveiled in London today. The BBC's transport correspondent Richard Westcott has tried one. Well, I'm going around 10 miles an hour in what looks basically like an extra large golf buggy, but this driverless vehicle could change the way we all get about. Over the next few years, it'll be ferrying people around this quiet part of South London. The government's investing millions of pounds in driverless cars, and today they're launching the first vehicles to be tested on public roads in Greenwich, Milton Keynes, Coventry and Bristol. Ministers say Britain is well-placed to take a lead with this technology, which could cut congestion and accidents. In sport, Watford are up to fifth in the championship after victory at promotion rivals Brentford. Pitcher on to his left foot, works here, Carlo on the volley, it's there! Odione Carlo scores again! Watford are in front, it's stoppage time! It's Brentford 1, Watford 2! In League 2, Wickham lost 2-0 at home to Plymouth. Mark Cullen scored twice as Luton came from 2-0 down to draw 2 all at home to York. Stevenage drew 0-0 at home to Bury. The weather cloudy this morning, some brief sunny intervals this afternoon, a maximum temperature 7 degrees Celsius. And you can get the latest news and sport online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties. Ian Lee, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Simon. I enjoyed that. Well, not the news. Well, no, I enjoyed the news, apart from the sad bits. I enjoyed those lads coming in. I'm excited as well by the fact that I may have turned them on to the Who and the Kinks. How's about them apples, huh? Imagine Imagine never having heard the Who before. You've got that to look forward to. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Lots to talk about. Ollie Martins, the PCC for Bedfordshire, wants to, well, increase council tax to get more money for the old bill. Well, would you foot the old bill? Where do you do your best thinking? And when it's revealed that having a nap actually increases productivity, where do you nap the best? 08459 455 555 
across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. I would never have placed that dad as Brazilian. Didn't look Brazilian. I don't know what that means. Didn't sound Brazilian. I know what that means. I would have gone German. Would you? Yeah. First of all, American. And then I thought German. Now, in Brazil, they speak Portuguese. Right, but they speak a Portuguese that I couldn't. On, I mean, I I did Portuguese for a year. No, mate, they speak Brazilian. What are you talking no, about? I, spoke, I learned Portuguese for a year. Oh. It's really hard. It looks like Spanish, but it sounds like Russian. So their accent is a bit kind of. What does it smell like? Um, delicious. Mm. Brazil nuts. I was imagine being in a band at that age. I just couldn't. I mean, I, I was in a band at that age. We were called Wow. <laughs> wow. There was me, Fiona Chambers, who played the electric guitar. Yeah. Uh, and Katie. Who played the keyboard? And what, single finger chords. What, but what? That at a ten? Yeah. What songs? Used to play in her garage. What songs were Wow playing? Uh, well, we had a, a we had a, a track of our own called Yo We're Wow. Yo We're Wow. It's more like the Wham rap, except good. I'm. And we sang uh, Blowing the in the Wind by Bob Dylan. Are these girls still around? Yeah. Because I'm I'm thinking that, that what the world needs now is a Wow reunion. Yeah, it'd be great. Is that your band? Yeah. I was in a band called Hype. Were you? Yeah. We could have been something together. We could still. Hype wow. Blimey. Let's, let's leave those two women to talk about the olden days and um, let's get on to slightly more modern affairs, shall we? Uh, Bedfordshire's police commissioner's bid for a bigger slice of council tax has triggered a referendum that could cost the county hundreds of thousands of pounds. Ollie Martins wants to raise his share of the pot by almost 16%. Uh, 16%. Uh, the whole referendum is costing £350,000 and could rise to £600,000 if he loses, which his own polling suggests is possible. Well, Ollie Martins, the Labour Police and Crime Commissioner for the county, joins me now. Morning, Ollie. Why is this so important? Why do you need to do this? Um, two reasons. Firstly, it's about the future viability of Bedfordshire Police. So we've got a plan that takes us to 2018-19 uh, and keeps the show on the road uh, until then. But thereafter, we're looking at what currently looks like about a six million hole in our budget. Mm. Um, now, by that time, we'll have done all the joint working with Hertfordshire and Cambridgeshire, rolling out information technology, um, reorganising the force to better use our resources. We'll have gone to all the places we can go to to find savings. Uh, and the only place we'll then have to go is to reduce our police establishment. Um, and I don't think that's a particularly tenable position. So, so are you suggesting that by 2018, when you've cut all the corners that you can feasibly cut, uh, uh, if there is not an increase in council tax, we're screwed? That's one way of putting it. But there's also a very positive story here, which is about the 100 extra police officers that the £4.5 million that this will raise uh, will get us, because, you know, the very strong feedback I get from people across the county is that they want more visible policing and mm. that actually at the moment the way we're organised the force isn't very visible. So this 100 officers, 75 of them, uh, will be put into our neighbourhood policing teams. Um, so they won't be response officers res um, responding to calls from the public, they'll actually be dedicated to each area in the county. Uh, and I've said that 30 of these officers will be in central beds, 25 in Luton and 20 in Bedford Borough. Uh, and that will, I think, put us in a far stronger position in terms of our uh, the forces' relationship with local communities and, and visibility in those communities. Um, your own polling suggests you're going to lose. One of the polls. Um, I've I've got four 
lots of data. Okay. I've, I've spoken to about 1,300 people uh, randomly grabbing them as they do their supermarket shop yeah. in the last three or four weeks. Uh, we've then got 17, over 1,700 people who've done an online poll that we've set up. Um, and then I've done this, what I call a flash poll, where um, uh, I've done a sort of very quick exercise with people um, uh, at the Town and Parish Council Conference in um, Central Beds and also coming out of Friday Prayers, uh, coming out of Mosque on Friday Prayers. Three of the four suggest that there is strong support. The YouGov suggested the opposite. YouGov, so the I've YouGov poll to... suggests that 70% of people are against it. And, and your own, own polling, I've got here, correct me if this is wrong, uh, says that when you ask people the question they're going to get on the referendum paper, only 45% That's of people right. support the idea of paying more. That's right. But by the time that you tell people that it's a relatively modest cash increase, so it works out at £24.80 extra a year for a band D property, which breaks down to 48 pence extra a week. Yeah. Once you tell them that... Once you tell them that it'll be used to recruit 100 extra police officers and that this will allow us to bring back proper neighbourhood policing in each area, um, the support rises to 85%. So you're right, there is a risk here, but there's also a risk of not doing anything. How and, are you getting you know, the message across? We, we spoke to a gentleman earlier on that said you need to go on the charm offensive now. Yeah. And obviously you, you've come here and we appreciate that, but are you, are you knocking on doors? Are you holding meetings? How are you selling yeah, this to people? I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a very busy um, three months mm. uh, pressing the flesh and really finding any way that I can of, uh, of getting the message across. So what ways have you got lined up? What, what's, what's in your diary to sell this at the moment? It's just a, it's a lot of public engagement um, and, you know, I need to build a campaign around this. I'll, so you haven't got I'll a campaign probably, yet? I'll probably need to fundraise. I've got, I've got ideas, you know. I mean, clearly I wouldn't be here in this position if I yep. wasn't capable of a certain amount of, of campaigning. Um, and, you know, even in, even in circumstances where it's not clear what the result will be. So, you know, I'm, I'm confident. It's 45%. I mean, I, I think that's really, that's really quite a... Um, a really good thing for Bedfordshire Police, actually, that you say you say to people, "Would you pay 15.8% extra uh, for Bedfordshire towards Bedfordshire Police?" And there are 45% of people who say yes, even when they don't know that it's a relatively modest cash increase, and they don't know what I'm going to use it. What for. was asked in the YouGov poll then, where 70% were against? The same thing, ah. but. Uh, I think what you've got to look at... They're pretty is, good at you, Gov, aren't they? they? They generally get it quite spot on. Does that are. not worry you? It's, it's definitely a concern, but they use, um, they use a panel, so these are people that sign up to do YouGov surveys, mm. and then they say that when they, when they email out to their panel to say, do this survey, they get between a 35% and a 50% response rate. So what you've got is... Um, basically a self-selected group from within a self-selected group. Now, what this tells me is that there is uh, a very strong feeling against this amongst some people out there. But what my work with people at supermarkets tells me is that there is a silent majority, if you yeah. like, that's probably less opinionated, less, less motivated... Are you saying, Ollie? ..but is strongly in favour of um, and will support paying more for policing uh, through the council tax 
particularly if they know it's a relatively modest cash okay. increase and it's going to be used to... So you're saying you're asking stocks. a handful of people outside Tesco's is better than YouGov's tried and tested well, formula? it's 1,300 people okay. that I've spoken to and it's uh, 1,700 people have done the online okay. survey and both of, both of those are saying that we would get a majority in a referendum. OK, Mark is saying on the text, my maths isn't great, but if you have a £6 million hole in your budget and the increase will raise four, that's a gap of two. How will you fund more offices? What it does, this... Uh, enables us to get to uh, beyond the next parliament um, before we'd be in uh, have a hole in our budget again so it's not a permanent fix but it's about oh. taking us to so this beyond just, our so this will buy you a bit planet. of time but that's it this could be the start of more increases well i will continue to push i mean bedfordshire police is underfunded both in terms of what we raise locally through the council tax and what we get from the government. So my work to get a fair share out of government continues. Um, but this gets us beyond... I mean, what's, what's clear and really what's, what um, the catalyst for this decision was listening to the debate around the autumn statement last year, and it's quite clear that austerity is going to continue. Now, you know, my plan here is that... By the time we get to 2020, 21, we'll be out of austerity. And if we if we are, then all well and good. And we've got we've got there. If we're not, then we will have a problem again. But I mean, that's that's okay. six years away instead of it's three cost years away. Three hundred fifty thousand pounds. If you lose, it's going to cost six hundred thousand pounds. How many coppers would that have bought? Yeah, that's a fair point. That's that's a risk. But it's a I gamble, say, isn't it? It's I mean, it's a huge gamble with with well, taxpayers' it's a gamble, money. It's a gamble based on my having spoken to thirteen hundred people. Which, and you're completely you know, dismissing quite... the YouGov poll, where seventy no, percent no, are against. No, and YouGov, actually, it's their job, and they're they're pretty one good. The, one of the one of the things I could have done is I could have said, um, actually, you know, this is looking a bit dicey this year. I'll spend the next year trying to convince the people of Bedfordshire, and I'll have the referendum mm. next year. Um, what YouGov has helped persuade me is that if I did that, because the people who oppose this are strong, more strongly motivated than the people who support it, I think, I think having the referendum next year would be a bad idea, whereas having it this year will allow that silent majority to have their say. If you do lose... It'd be interesting to see, because this is the first time in the country, this, you, I, there are lots of people watching you, Ollie Martin, so, you know, play, taking this bold, uh, this bold yeah, step. This if you do this lose... This isn't why I've done it. No, 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 I know, but it's, it, it, it is going to be significant, I think, in, in the way that police forces are run across the country. If you do lose, and you lose £600,000, people are going to be furious with you. Would, would you step down? Uh, no, I wouldn't step down. Not if you lost £600,000? I, I wouldn't step down. Um... But you're right, it would probably be pretty career-ending, which is uh, probably the wrong thing to say because that will motivate the people who, <laughs> um, you know, may not like police and crime commissioners, um, may not like my party, may not like me, mm. to go out and vote against it. But, you know, what I, what I would ask people to look at is what is in the best interests of Bedfordshire Police. Mm. We do raise one of the lowest amounts in the county, uh, sorry, in the country, uh, through the council tax for policing. That's one of the elements that means that we're underfunded. That's one of the reasons why, you know, our, our level of crime 
per officer per year is 38 compared to a national average figure of 29 which says to me that basically we don't have enough cops. We are trying, the analogy I'd use is that we are trying to cover a double bed with a single duvet. Um, and I think it's my responsibility as Police and Crime Commissioner to try and do something about that. I, as I've said before, Ali, I do not envy your position and we'll be watching the next few months, you know, with, with fascination. I really appreciate you coming in. Thank I you very much. I love my job. Good, well, good. I'm glad you do. Uh, let's, let's, let's see if you're in it for much longer. 08459 455555. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Port Pagnell on the A422 Monksway. There's been an accident at the Marsh End roundabout. It's been partially blocked by a lorry that's overturned at Willan Road. It's causing delays on the Monksway from the Tickford roundabout and also on Marsh End Road from Green Park Drive. On the Oving Road between Whitchurch and Oving, there's a lane closed. It's a lane. It's closed because the lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bulk Road. And in Wyboston on the A1 Great North Road, there's been an accident at the Conworth Turnoff. That's causing queues uh, because of the uh, accident involved there with just one vehicle. On the motorways, the M25 clockwise is a lane closed between junction 24 for Potter's Bar and 25 for Enfield. That's causing three mile queues. And the A1M northbound's looking very slow between junction 6 for Welling Garden City. Samantha Breath, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you very much indeed. It's 8.17. Uh, it's Wednesday, the 11th of February. I'm Ian Lee, and I'm hungry. A poll suggests Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner would lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Well, in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation and the prototype of a driverless pod that will be tested in public areas in Milton Keynes will be unveiled today. C's Three Counties Radio. Good morning. Good morning. I did, that question was not passed on to me, and I would have. Oh, um, I would say a, a, a killer question, a killer end question for you. Well, d- 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 ask, ask it to ask it me now. Well, you're. Uh, there's no point asking you. He had a killer end question. Did he? Yeah, he gave it to you. Didn't you get it, guys? Guys. Oh. Guys, a bit busy. I don't get. I mean, um, yeah, she was on Facebook getting the lyrics to a song for right. a band that she was in when she was ten. What Never were mind. the lyrics to the Wow song? Uh, yo, we're Wow. Don't get mixed up with anyone else. Sorry. Running down the speedway, chasing up my ice cream. <laughs> were you ever in a band when you were young? Probably some Noel Coward tribute act or something, Ponzi like that. I was, I was in the school band. Yeah, I bet you were. I used to go to band camp. Oh. <laughs> I went to camp band. What? So that you did what? No, I went. Uh, well, that's. Uh, 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 that's yes. Well, that's nice to know. That's yes. nice to know. Great, great. I times. played the saxophone. <laughs> of, course, of course you did. Of course you did. What else would it be? The organ. What's on your show this morning? Um, Ollie Martin's, okay, I guess, yep, really. Yep, yep. Uh, coming up from nine this morning on the big phone-in, is it a good idea to put council tax up to pay for more police? As you've just heard, Bedfordshire Police and Crime Commissioner Ollie Martins wants to increase council tax by 16% to pay for better policing. If he's successful, people in Band D properties in the county will pay an extra £24.80 per year. He says the extra money will pay for 100 more police officers, whilst also helping the force fight cybercrime and sexual exploitation. Well, Ollie Martin's own polling shows that only 45% of those asked support the increase, whilst official YouGov polling shows 70% of people consulted oppose the proposed increase. From nine this morning, I want your reaction to this. Is it a 
good idea to put council tax up to pay for more police. And as you quite rightly said, Ian, lots of people will be watching this. Mm. They'll be watching to see what happens. And I would imagine, for example, uh, the likes of Anthony Stansfeld, David Lloyd in uh, Hertfordshire and Buckinghamshire, They'll be looking to see whether they may be able to get away with something similar. Yep. Well, from nine this morning, I want your reaction. Is it a good idea to put council tax up to pay for more police? 08459 455 555. BBC Introducing. BBC Introducing will play any style of music going. We want to hear everything that is made in Beds, Hearts and Bucks. Rock music, classical music, jazz music, produced music, beats and dance music. We are not exclusive of one music genre. It's good music being made in Beds, Hearts and Bucks. We want to hear it. BBC introducing. The Beatles, The Stones, Gary Barlow, Adele. They were all once unknown and, and that's where we're finding the talent at that stage. BBC introducing. Every week we will take you on a journey across every genre. You, you Every Saturday night. What about the Beatles and Gary Barlow? BBC Three Counties. What about them? They were unknown. What, you mean that, can I just say that introducing as a show sounds a lot better than that trail? I've never heard Dixieland music on there, We've and if there, if there were Dixieland music on there. I'd listen. And you're telling me as well that those people were once unknown? I mean, that Gary Barlow's mum Gary had Barlow. a baby and went, oh, I've only gone and had Gary Barlow. But Gary Barlow for a long time was a bit rubbish. Gary Barlow Gary Barlow playing is... his keyboard in working men's clubs when he was tiny. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he won a, co- a competition on Pebble Mill at one to write a Christmas song. Was it Pebble Mill or was it Wackaday? No, it was Pebble Mill. I thought it was Wackaday. It was Pebble Mill. I thought it was Wackaday. It was Pebble Mill. Oh. What are you talking about? Wackaday. Pebble Mill. What? Well in Hatfield Borough Council's under fire for raising social housing rents way beyond the rate of inflation. St Albans Well in Hatfield Trades Council says tenants in low-paid jobs are unlikely to have pay rises to match the 5.5% increase set by the Conservative-run authority. Well, the borough insists it's abiding by government guidelines. We can speak now to Henry Pryor, housing expert from Hertfordshire. Uh, morning, Henry. Morning, Ian. Morning, gang. Uh, morning, gang. Uh, 5.5% increase in social, social housing rents. That is significant, particularly when you compare it to other authorities in Hertfordshire who are only putting it up by just over 2%. Well, uh, when I read this story uh, in the Welling and Hatfield Times, Ian, yesterday, I was scratching my head because um, I may conceivably be wrong. There has to be a first time for everything. Uh, There is government guidance that tells local authorities what they can, by how much they can, increase uh, their social housing rents. And the formula, as uh, discussed and laid out after the 2013 spending round, Uh, with effect from this current financial year, uh, is that it should be CPI, Consumer Prices Index, plus 1%. Now, the CPI is currently running at 0.5%, which suggests to me that rents ought to be going up by only 1.5%. So I think it's obviously early. It would be too presumptuous of me to suggest that the uh, um, financial beavers at Wellen and Hatfield have uh, uh, got their sums wrong, but I would suggest that it might be well worth them going back and just double-checking. So, sorry, were were those guidelines that figure comes from, or is that... The law. No, that is that is the law. That oh. is what the government has now moved to, oh. uh, having um, started back in 2002 under the last Labour government, uh, trying to bring uh, rents across the country, social housing rents across the country, uh, into some kind of uh, regular uh, and average uh, number. There's a very long and somewhat convoluted document here, which I have taken the liberty of posting on Twitter. I saw you sure did, Henry. Thank you. Will 
the, the team, I'm sure, will retweet for the benefit of listeners, um, because this rather dry uh, document from the Department of Communities and Local Government sets out not only how high or how, by how much local authorities can increase rents, it also sets out in detail how those rents should be calculated in the first place based on relative property values and average rents across the country based on what they were in the year 2000. So inevitably, it's a complicated issue, but I suspect that rather like Barnet Council have discovered during the course of 2014 last year, they uh, got they, they intended to put their rents uh, for social housing tenants up uh, by more than uh, the government's uh, direction. And as a result, there were quite a lot of legal um, uh, question marks raised by uh, those in the borough about whether, in fact, this was going to be possible or not. So I think there's still something to, something to go uh, uh, before this becomes... Um, a fact, but Welling and Hatfield may find they've got a bit of a challenge on their hands. We spoke to a councillor who said, well, yeah, even with this increase, it's sig- the, the rents are significantly less than the private sector. Well, that's supposed to be the point of social housing, isn't it? It's supposed to be more affordable to those people who um, uh, can't, who need a little bit of help. Well, and we've talked about this um, many times before. Uh, across three counties country, uh, country, we inevitably have local authorities representing the council taxpayer trying to ensure that they balance the books and get value for money. Yes, indeed, social housing uh, tenants are perhaps the most needy and most deserving in society. And uh, for many, many years, council uh, homes, so social housing and council homes uh, were provided uh, to fill this particular gap. What we've seen, of course, is a result of changes in the way that we've all gone about building homes and replacing those that were sold off uh, starting from Margaret Thatcher's era in the 1980s, is that we now have a huge yawning gap in the demand uh, for social housing and affordable uh, housing across our, our part of the country and indeed across the UK, which is not being filled by new homes being built to replace those. And that is the challenge that local authorities, on behalf of you and I, Ian, the, the, uh, the council taxpayer, have to balance. And it's jolly difficult for them to do so. And as we heard from your interview an hour ago, um, it is very easy for this to become a political football. Mm. The most important thing for people to realise, most importantly, social housing tenants in Welling and Hatfield and elsewhere is that there is a formula that local authorities are obliged to abide by and it's well worth checking that they're doing so to ensure that you are paying the correct rent and that the local authorities' housing stock is maintained for future generations. Henry, excellent stuff. Thank you very much indeed. Henry Pryor, housing expert from Hertfordshire, 08459 455 555. It'll be interesting to see if that does uh, descend into a legal debate. You would imagine, you would imagine, Catherine, that the council's legal team... Have uh, have looked at it and, and and worked it all out, but if uh... especially in the run up to election, they're normally very very careful about stuff like this. They don't yeah. want to give anyone any ammunition. Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. We've been a bit daily light this morning. We're going to res- resolve that in the next five ten minutes. Are you sure? Because I've, I've listen. He's come all the way back from the Caribbean. Mm. Um, and I just don't know if we're getting our money. He's a little bit too laid back. Okay, I've, well. I've just rang him. Yeah, how is he? Is he right? I said, geezer. geezer. He said, geezer. I said, what's your sitch? And what did he, he say? He said, got stuff coming for you. And what did you say? I said, geezer. And he said, geezer. excellent stuff indeed. 08459 555. Where do you do your best thinking? Where's the best place to have a nap? And would you want to pay a little bit extra on your council tax for some more bobbies on the beat? Are you prepared to foot... The old bill. When I say that, I sound like Nick Ferrari in my head. 
Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M25 clockwise, there are three mile queues between Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield because a car's broken down. And it's looking slow on the A1M northbound at Junction 6 for Welling Garden City. In Cheston, on the A10 southbound, it's looking very slow from the New River Trading Estate towards the M25. In Newport, Pagnell, the Monks Way is still uh, partially blocked at the turning for the uh, Willen Road on the Marsh End roundabout because the lorry's overturned there. It's causing delays from the Tickford roundabouts and also on Marsh End Road from Green Park Drive. On Oving Road, between Whitchurch and Oving it's closed there because the lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bulk Road and in Wyboston on the A1 Great North Road has been partially blocked by an accident at the Colworth turn-off Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio Across beds, hearts and bugs This is BBC Three Counties Radio It's 8.30, I'm Simon Oxley. A poll suggests Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner will lose May's referendum on funding more officers by increasing the police council tax contribution. But Ollie Martin says other research backs the increase to fight cybercrime and sexual exploitation. Driverless pods, which will be tested in Milton Keynes, are being unveiled today. Ministers are also outlining what regulations will be needed before they can be used on British roads. And well in Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by an average of 5.5%. The local Trades Council says very few tenants are likely to receive pay rises to match. Three Counties Sports. BBC Three Counties Radio. Watford are up to fifth in the championship after coming from behind to win 2-1 at 10-man Brentford. Odion Agarlo scored both goals with the winner coming in stoppage time after Troy Deeney had missed a penalty. His manager Slavisi Okanovic. We missed penalty, we made many, many chances. Uh, at the end, we, we scored two, two goals. In my opinion, we deserve, we deserve uh, these three points. I repeat, two, we must improve. In League Two, Wickham are down to third after losing 2-0 at home to Plymouth. Luton slipped to fifth after coming from 2-0 down to draw 2 all at home to York with Mark Cullen scoring both goals after the visitors went down to ten men. Hatter skipper Steve McNulty also received a red card late on. His manager, John Still. We all could have been sitting in our dressing room freeing up at half-time, but we weren't. And we never done enough in the second half early on to force... The game, which was disappointing because we normally here we can. And at the end, we could have won it. We didn't. We've drawn 2-2. Am I happy with how we've played today? Not particularly. Uh, can we play better than that? Absolutely, or we won't be in the position that we're in. And Stevenage drew 0-0 at home to Bury with the Lamex Stadium pitch. Again, the talking point for manager Graham Westley. You know, again, we've taken injuries tonight where lads have gone down potholes. Ashes has turned an ankle. Darris has said that the, the pitch has sort of like affected his judgment on the tackle. We've already lost Barnard, we've lost Brunt. It's really difficult out there. And uh, you've got to play in a, in a certain way to, to try and deal with the surface. In the Premier League, Harry Kane scored again for Tottenham, but Mario Balotelli stole the show and the points for Liverpool in a 3-2 win at Anfield. Arsenal beat Leicester 2-1. QPR won away for the first time, 2-0 at Sunderland. And Aston Villa are in the bottom three after losing 2-0 at Hull. Tonight's matches include leaders Chelsea at home to Everton, Manchester City at Stoke and Manchester United versus Burnley. And in Conference South, St Albans drew 0-0 at Havant and Waterlooville. BBC Three Counties News and Sports, the next full bulletin is at nine. What a great idea! A shoe built on blocks. I'll call them blocker boots. We'll sell a million. Blocker boots, blocker boots, blocker boots, blocker boots, blocker boots, blocker boots.
Double Five. BBC Three Counties Radio. So confused. So confused, guys. What's confusing you? Today. Well, on the one on the one hand, Alan Sparshot on Facebook. Oh, right? what's what's Alan? Absolute garbage on 3CR this morning when I turned on my radio at 6:50. That's when we were bullying uh, uh, an old widower. He's not the guy who listened for half an hour and was disgusted for the whole time. Now listening to Chris Evans and his crew. Can't believe the appall- this, the appalling use of public money by 3CR allowing this tribe to be broadcast. So that's on the one hand. Yeah. Then on the other hand, we've got a karate master, Laura. She's a karate master on Twitter saying, don't mind being in the traffic when we get to listen to Ian Lee. Good debates, good laugh, great start to the day. And she's done, and I've worked this out, and this is brilliant. She's used a colon, a dash, and a closed bracket. If you turn your head, that is a smiley face. Oh, good. Okay. So, I, do we, I, I, I'm confused. There's a karate master. She also does Reiki. I won't hold that against her. I'm going to focus on the karate. There's a, there's a sensei, and there's a grumpe. Okay. And I just don't know which one to believe. You know Are we good it, or rubbish? Do you know what it proves? Yeah. Grubbish. <laughs> do you know what it proves? That while maybe the BBC failed one person... We're rude. 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 Good. Rude. What? Did, so he wasn't listening when Matt phoned us back and had a laugh with us. Um, never mind. Obviously didn't get it. Maybe it just shows that if the BBC... If you don't like one ah, element of the BBC, ah, there's another ah. part of the BBC and maybe, for you. And maybe the karate master, Laura... Laura B, I'm calling her. Yeah. Um, if she had heard us bullying a widower... Yeah. Then she would have switched over to Chris Evans and no, the crew. No, because she would have known it's Matt, and she would have known that Matt loves it. Thing is, you don't. I'm glad. I'm. I rather... don't think we were, we bullied him though. We were just having top class bands. It was bullying. Mm. Um, but I mean, he rang back. I'd so. rather have a karate master on my side than a bloke. Well, any bloke. Yeah. Careful, you're alienating the um, blokes. What are we talking about, Catherine? Little recapage, please. Best place for thinking. Best place for sleeping. Best place for loving. No, all of those things are in the kitchen. Oh, it's not very hygienic. No, I couldn't. I couldn't. Nap. Yeah. What else? Um, that's it, isn't it? Uh, uh, oh, would you pay extra for the police? Would you pay extra for coppers, Stuart's in Harold? Oh dear. Morning, Stuart. I turned your microphone down, Kelly. I didn't want you to get involved in that. Morning, Stuart. <laughs> what would you like to say? I don't turn over to Chris Evans. I listen to you. Good, well done, Stuart. You're, you've got you've got no taste whatsoever, and it's that market that we're, <laughs> we're aiming towards. <laughs> um, I would be happy to pay more for the police, to be honest. If it was another few quid or whatever on on the monthly uh, council tax, I'd be more than happy to pay that. If I saw an increase in policing in my area, to be honest, I've lived there four and a half years, and I've never seen one policeman walking down the street. Uh, the only time you uh, I've ever seen them as once my van got broken into so I had to call them out and once the co-op got robbed so they had to come out and that is it I've never ever seen a police car drive well Ollie Martins who is your PCC because yeah. you're in Bedfordshire aren't you he, um, yeah. he he says that you will see more coppers on the street even though it's going to plug a, or go part way to plugging a six million pound um, uh, black hole but I think it, I think it deserves more money thrown at it. Police is a massive part of our society. Oh, yeah, yeah. We really, really, really need them. Uh, and I think it's worth paying that extra to start the fire and the ambulance and all the other services that people do that uh, we take for granted, really. So I think people should be willing to pay more towards it. And I'm sure there's people that could uh, could not buy a, a packet of fags or go out for dinner one evening or something stupid that that, that money's going to go towards. Stuart, stay there, because Peter, Peter, you're in Dunstable. Do you, would you pay a, a few extra pence a week for some more coppers? 
No, I certainly wouldn't. I think it's about time we got rid of, uh, in my opinion, uh, the, the idiot uh, Ollie. Um, my, I, I've just just been notified of my pension increase for next year. Yeah, I get three pound forty four a week. Oh, beautiful! Yeah, beautiful. Out of which, because I I happen to have a little private pension, I shall probably end up by paying forty four pence in tax. So I'm I'm about. Uh, a, well, hang on, uh, hang on a minute. You got, you got you got. Hang on, Peter. You got a private pension. How much are you getting from your private pension? Not very much at all. Well, how, well, it's, it's fixed. It's been fixed for the past twenty years. But you're still getting a lot more than than other people might get. And what's that got to do with um, whether you pay a few extra pence for coppers or not? <laughs> a blimmin' lot. Three quid a week. What, what am I going to do with three quid a week? But you've got your private pension as well. But, but, but just hang on a minute. What I'm saying to you is, my private pension has never gone up in the past twenty well, years. How, how much is it? I get somewhere in the region of twenty six pound a week. I think. Well, I, you know, listen, the times are hard on the boulevard, but that's um, that's more than other people get. And why, why would you object? It's, what is it? It's something like 40 pence a week that Ollie Martin's asking for. Well, hang on a minute. If we got rid of Ollie Martin's and all his, all his congregation that he c- carries around with, we'd probably have enough to put another three or four coppers on the street in any case. So why not get rid of him? Let's have a referendum on that. Stuart, do you, what about people like Peter? Should they have to pay a little bit extra? I think everyone should pay a little bit extra. It's, it's just the way it is, isn't it? Like you say, you get an increase in the pension. It's like the police should get an increase in, in what they do. As long as the people at the top don't take the mickey by then just using the money to pay themselves more, I would completely disagree with that. Um, to be honest, I've run my own business. I haven't taken pay rise for three years for that exact reason. So it, it is hard for everybody, and uh, yeah, everyone should chip. Hang on, Stuart, your line's, your line's gone. Peter, everyone should chip in. No, they shouldn't, of course. They, they, they should, you should, no, they shouldn't. What, 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 they should, what it should happen, what should happen is they should get themselves blimmin' well organised. Yeah. There is so much paperwork that goes on with these policemen. Well, that's what they're oh. doing. Part of the cuts is, is, is streamlining. But they never will. The, the EU gives, gives everybody in this country what? rules and regulations... Hang on, and hang, on, hang, on hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Peter, no, 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 no because you're going off on a tangent that's irrelevant. What on earth has the EU got to do with Ollie Martins holding a referendum on whether you want to pay an extra 45 pence a week towards the police? What I'm saying to you is, if, if there, was, there, was, there is other ways around it, first of all, get rid of him, because you don't need him. Secondly, all these coppers that have to comply with EU rules about mm. how much paperwork they have to fill up, stop all that, and we could have as many coppers on the street as we used to have. Peter, thank you very much. I think I know what Peter wants. People in this country deserve to have stuff for free. <laughs> Thank you, Peter. I enjoyed that call a lot. I'm I'm struggling to see slightly uh, the the, the EU tangent, and and I know you've made the connection. I haven't, and I I don't think I can by before nine o'clock. But thank you for that. Excellent stuff, indeed. Uh, any texts? Yeah, loads. Let's have some texts, shall we? One from Baldy. I was in a band. We were called Hair. We gelled. There were lots of highlights. We sang oh. in harmony. Oh, no, I'm not reading that. <laughs> no, Kelly, don't, mate. Oh, like See, that, it. you know, this is the sort of what's thing What's the rest? I, I can't tell you because, actually, do you know what's happened? The texts have broken. Good. Too oh. many puns. Give us, give us a, 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 a snatch of your wow. Split at the end. Well, I... What, so what was the band called? Look out, we're wow. It was called Yo. It was called Wow. Yeah. And the track was called. I'm calling it a track. It's called Yo, we're wow. Yeah. Why didn't we have this start this conversation at seven o'clock? Then we'd be doing bands that you used to be in well, when we'll you do were it at now. school. We've got twenty minutes. Well, I mean, they're a bit lazy the last twenty minutes. Yo, we're wow. Yo, uh, running down the speedway, checking out the ice cream. 
Yeah. You know, that's what we were into at the age of 10. What's a speedway, though? I don't know. I don't that's know either. That's like a dirt either. bike track, was, isn't it? Yeah. It sounded good, though. Yeah, well. And she was, like, hammering away on the old electric guitar. Yeah. You know, I was we in a band. Very much like a small bangles. I was in a band, but not until I was like 15. I was in bands later on where we just posed a lot. Yeah. But this was really all about the music. Uh, can you get? Can we get the girls back together? I'd love I've, to see your I've wow. I've asked them. I've asked them. Justin. Yeah. I've what asked are you them on the Facebook. For? No, not at all. I'm just, I'm just enjoying the bands. Oh, great, great bands. Great bands. I've asked them on the Facebook. There is a fourth member we need to get in touch with. It's basically, you know, it's it's a bit like Fleetwood Mac. One oh, of them okay. is resistant. The other That's three the are up for it. same as mine. Yeah. 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 Okay. Gemma's not so sure. She's not so sure about the music anymore. She thinks that maybe she's moved on. Just, I can't imagine you being in a band, but I can no. imagine you being one of those de- those uh, those cheeky fellas that tries to manage the school bands. No, not at all. Uh, I mean, when I was at school, as I said to everyone in the class, I simply play the tune. I was uh, DJing at school from the age of about 13 at all the school discos. Wow. I was spinning those records. You, you make records. Yes. Play on a record player. Mm-hmm. I do. It's uh, a skill. It's, well, it, yeah, it's, I mean, judging by your vinyl Friday, that is a skill. Well, hang on a minute. <laughs> Kath's little girl, who's three, was playing records the other yeah. day, so yeah. there's no skill. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I keep forgetting to mention, and I suspect that this might be... Do it quick. Half past seven on a Friday morning... Uh, we've had some great people coming just while you've been away, but I suspect mm. it may be dying a death. So, right. <laughs> half past seven on a Friday morning, between half seven and eight o'clock, if you're in the area, you're more than welcome to just rock up to the studio, come in, sit down, have a chat with me and Catherine. You haven't got to bring us sweeties like some of the people have done. Um, you just it come helps. and... It does help. You I, just come and hang out. I know at least three people who have contacted me about this who will be coming in. Beautiful. They are absolute nutcases. Hey. Enjoy. So... As like, and I say, I say this every week. Please don't do us harm. I have no, uh, I have no strong views on uh, I- Iraq or Syria. So please don't come in if you're a member of IS. That should keep them away. Yeah, it they- should do, yeah. Good message. Just what you been up to? Uh, you've been talking this morning about your favourite place to take a nap. For um, you, it's Watford Gap Services. Well, no, 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 no. Watford Gap, 20-minute nap, that's the rhyme. But I do it in my car. It's yeah. my car. And, you know, in these tough times, I often find myself having a cheeky little dosage mm. dans l'automobile. C'est oui, c'est oui, Katerina. Katerina? Sorry. Katerina? C'est oui. C'est qui? C'est quoi? C'est oui. Mais qu'est-ce que tu dis là? Euh, Catalina! C'est oui. Um, so you've been taking it to the streets. Just we're going to get your audio after quarter two, if that's all right. Yeah, after it's not the news, I want to, I want to give this the credit. It's I've just got to say, mm. you've had a great time in the Caribbean. Obviously, yep. relaxez-vous, s'il vous plaît. Yeah. On your holiday, you've not quite got back to, to what, what I like to call work standard speed well, yet. Well, you tell me what you want, and I'll go and deliver. That's the relationship we've got. All right, got, before, got, the, yeah. before the end of the show, get me a vox on people and what bands they were in. On what bands they were in? Yeah. OK. When they were kids. Before the end of the show. Before, before <laughs> nine o'clock? Yeah. Wow, pushing it a bit there, aren't you? You, t- you said, tell me what you want, before, and I'll get it. Okay. Oh, that's what I want. OK, but you, if you're going to be playing my audio in a few minutes, that puts me, what, at least three or four minutes down. Look, just leave it to me. Leave it to me. I've got a question for you, though. Yeah. Ollie Martins, when he came in this morning, what was he wearing? <laughs> leave it. Leave your beef with Martin. What suit, was he wearing? He had a suit and tie on. OK. Mutual, no shirt, just a suit and tie. It's I'm a mutual joking. beef there. The last time he came in, yeah. I was standing in for you. He was wearing a tracksuit, oh, and I said, what are you doing? He went on Twitter. He was angry. Yeah. And, well, my question is still there to okay. Ollie. What, why was it you came in on, when you... I was standing in wearing a tracksuit? See, I wasn't in that day. No, that would okay. not have happened on my watch. Can I just say, you know, this is why Justin Dealey... Uh, 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 makes records. 
play on a record player and why I win awards for my interviewing technique. I, I haven't once asked you, heard you ask what you're wearing. No, well, I, no, not at all. I mean... I can see. Do you want me to spit some lyrics from WOW? Uh, can we do it after this? I don't know. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. On the M40 into London, there's a lane closed on the entry slip road at Junction 4 for the High Wycombe Handycross roundabout because of an accident. On the M25 clockwise, there are queues because there's been an accident at Junction 16 for the M40, so those queues are reaching Junction 14 for Heathrow. Although on the M25 clockwise at Junction 24 for Potters Bar and 25 for Enfield, it's easing off through that stretch now after the breakdown earlier. On the A1M southbound, it's still looking very slow on the speed sensors between Junction 8 for Stevenage and 7 for the A602. And in Newport Pagnell on Willen Road. That's still partially blocked at the roundabout for Marsh End Road with queues to the roundabout and on the uh, to the A509. On the Oving Road between Oving and Rich Whitchurch, that's been closed because a lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bork Road. And in Amersham, it's looking very slow on the speed sensors on Gore Hill between the A413 and London Road. Samantha Braff, BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Samantha. 8.46, it's uh, Wednesday the 11th of uh, February. I'm Ian Lee. These are your headlines on BBC Three Counties Radio. A poll suggests Bedfordshire's Police and Crime Commissioner would lose a referendum on funding more officers by increasing taxes. Driverless pods, which will be tested in Milton Keynes, are being unveiled today. And Wellin Hatfield Council has been criticised for raising its social housing rents by significantly more than the rate of inflation. Coming up, we're going to get uh, Catherine to spit out some of her wow lyrics. Before that, let's Get the weather. Here's Kate. Beds, hearts, and bucks weather. BBC Three Counties Radio. Good morning. It's feeling slightly less cold this morning, slightly less murky, but it is still cloudy. This cloud isn't going anywhere very quickly. We may get one or two bright spells this afternoon. We'll stay dry. Temperature at around 7 Celsius. The cloud stays with us overnight, but it's useful then because it protects us from the colder air above. So the temperature is not going to drop down below zero, two Celsius being the minimum. So frost-free start to Thursday. Similar sort of day, actually. A lot of cloud, a bit of brightness in the afternoon, but also the wind will start to pick up as we head through Thursday evening and overnight into Friday, becoming breezy for Friday. We could see some rain arrive for Friday afternoon, and that's your forecast. People in this country deserve to have stuff for free. I keep hitting that by accident, but you know what? It works for me every single time. Dealey, you there? Yes, I'm here. I've just spoken to somebody who was in a band at school. Uh, they were in a band called The Turnips. You've just made that up, mate. No, I you've haven't. Just ma- no, you've no, just they, made that up, mate. Just walked off to... Seriously, just walked off to work. So what, what band were you in? I was in The Turnips. Catherine. Yes. Are you going to give us some of your lyrics? Stay yeah. there, Justin. I'm, I'm keen so to get your critique my, of this. My computer's just crashed, so hang on. Oh. Do you I can't remember them. It was a long time. You're like ACDC, ten. having to read them off autocue. It was a it was a dizzy time. I was ten. We were probably on the sherbets. <laughs> Actual sherbets. Yeah, I, I don't worry about that. Hang on, hang on. Keep going. Talk to Justin and I'll All right, go on, Justin. What have we got? You well, did, did snoozing. Snoozing, yes. Um, apparently, if you have a bad night's sleep, the best way to sort that situation out is to have a nap. According to the scientists, it works. It right. makes sense simple. Um, so you were talking earlier on saying that your favourite place to nap is is at Watford Gap no, Services. It's in, in the your car. car. In it your doesn't matter car. where the car is parked. <laughs> <laughs> in your car at Watford Gap Services. Oh, you get stranger by the week. Um, so I've taken this one to the streets, and unusually this morning, um, a number of kids were walking down the road with ghetto blasters <laughs> over their shoulders. Yeah. No, they seriously were. Well, I got abused this morning by Good. school children. Good. So I've been asking people. Um, 
where is their favourite place to take a, a little nap? Uh, here's what happened earlier on. Taking it to the streets with J-Dog. Good morning, madam. Lots of kids here playing street music. Where's your favourite place to take a nap? Oh, to snooze, in the sauna. In the sauna? Yes. What? <laughs> That's dangerous, isn't it? No. no. You're a crazy lady. <laughs> Thank you, so, bye. So, so, so seriously, seriously, have you fallen asleep in it in a sauna before? Yeah, just for about 20 minutes or so, while I'm relaxing. Oh, no, no, no sleep. <laughs> what do you mean, no sleep? Uh, hold on. Yeah, yeah, Christoph, yeah? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you don't snooze? You sleep at home, not in taxi. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> on the train, yeah, a few months ago, yeah. on, the way, on the way back from Horsham, uh, after a busy few days, yeah. And it felt good? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, out of ten, how would you score that experience of, of taking a nap on a train? About six. About six. Yeah. Quick question for you. Where, where's your favourite place to take a nap? And what sort of uh, material is it? Uh, is it leather? Is it cloth? Uh, it's quite cloth, mate. Morning, boss. Nice tie. Nice sandwich. Where is your favourite place to take a little nap, a little snooze? <coughs> I think the the bed is the best place for uh, a nap. Mm. Yeah, because if I sit on the sofa, maybe I'll be tempted to watch uh, TV or yeah. I'll do something. So, but if I'm on bed. I think that is the best place. That's a terrific, yeah. detailed answer. Thank you very much. Well, thank, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Yeah, welcome. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Yeah, see you. Thank you. Ma salama. Welcome, welcome. Welcome, yes, welcome. Excellent stuff. Justin, are you ready? That was very funny, by the way. Thank, thank you, you. Thank you. Where do you like to have a nap? Uh, for me, personally, it's um, it's on the sofa every time. I get home, and now I've got catch-up TV. I just uh, take off my clothes and gently place myself onto oh, the... Oh, you can't go naked on a sofa, mate. No, don't worry, it's leather. It's leather, so it's... it's no, You're no, going to stick to it. No, it just wipes off, it's fine. So, <laughs> I take did. a nice little lie-down, watch a bit okay. of uh, catch-up TV. Yeah, it's great. I love the fact that we had all those these kids in earlier on they're in a band what was the program they love story, uh, story hunters. hunters yeah what is story hunters oh. what i know is that they end up uh, they open a lock up don't they and then oh. you have to go in there yeah and you say whether you want that and put your bid on before you then. open it dearly you, you you did a uh, you yeah, sounded disappointed that the youth were watching story hunters no no Great i just I, well I've, I've watched it once and i believe somebody told me recently that uh, the rules have changed slightly on the program am, am i right in saying that i don't, know. I don't watch it uh. i've seen them open the garage doors and right. storage hunters uh. Okay. Well, okay, Justin, I don't want to find out your personal. Stay there, Just. Catherine. Yeah. So tell it, just give, give us the name of your band. Wow. I was 10. What's the name of this song? Yo, we're wow. It's our signature song. Kelly it's and a bit I... like the chain for Fleetwood Mac. Kelly and I are going to remain silent. No, okay. Kelly's going to back me up because I need another vocalist on this. Okay, ready? Can I have a bit of um, echo? One, two, two, two. Ready? <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Just follow me. You know which bit you need to yep, do. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah. I'm okay. set. It's a, it's a sort of rap, okay? There's a song that's about to begin. There's a song that we're gonna sing. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Sing it to the audience loud and clear. Sing it to the audience so they can hear. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Running down the speedway, chasing on my ice cream. Yo, we're wow. Yo, we're wow. Sick. 
That's actually all right. That's actually all right. We were 10, you know. Yeah. We were 10. That's, we were in that garage bad. for a good... I mean, it's bad, but it's yeah. not bad. We were in that garage for hours. That is... Um, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, I'm actually impressed by that. I think yeah. I've fallen a little bit in love with both of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, love, what I love your wow. That's the wow factor. Did you have any other songs? We used to nickel the peoples. Just what you... I'm genuinely impressed with that, Just. <sighs> I feel ill. What? That sounds like um, the kind of rub... That sounds like Vanilla. Or... The, you remember Vanilla? No way, no way. No way, no way. Or um, what was... I tell you, is it a great shampoo. band? Shampoo. Uh, shampoo. Oh, shampoo. You're in trouble. Here we go, Justin. This is one for you. Yep. Who was in Milan? Ah, I was recently. Who was in Milan? Oh, I know this. Hang on, let's see if the Dillmeister knows it. Oh, do you know what? This is on the tip of my tongue. And it's a cracking song. I had this on CD single. It's a great song. Come on, enlighten me. Martin McCutcheon. Tiffany from EastEnders. Oh, Tiffany. Oh, what was Janus in? Sorry? Janus. Oh, yeah. Eurovision. Yeah, she was. She was they called Gemini or something? No, she wasn't Gemini. Gemini was like a boy and a girl. And they, uh, they, they, were, they couldn't hear the backing tape, That's so they were singing out of, out of tune. They got the lowest score, I think, ever. Australia's going to be in the Eurovision Song Contest. What's that all about? What? Australia's going to be in the Eurovision Song Contest. What's that all about? Just ban the competition. It's, it is rubbish, it's isn't it? Seriously, come on, just ban the thing now. I thought people were um, competing not to win now. That's no, the rule, well, isn't it? No. We, we always do that thing of, oh, yeah, we're not really bothered, but actually we're really bothered. Yeah. Well, England, have a little bit of dignity, a bit of respect, and go, do you know what? I'm having. This is just this. It, it, even like the, the the groups that normally like Eurovision, kids, uh, women, and gay men, they normally even they're getting bored of it. Even they mm. realise it's a load of rubbish. Is yeah. there a rule that we're not allowed to put our actual best act forward? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. I think there is. It's but then, just... But then Belgium put Celine Dion on, and I know she hadn't had her teeth fixed in that, but still, it was Celine Dion. When when Wogan left, we should have gone, ah, that's it, that's enough, I'm out. See, mm. great memories back in the day of Sonia. Ugh, fantastic memories. What do you was, remember? I remember her coming very close to winning, I think, was, back in the day. Was Gina G in the Eurovision? Yes. Oh, who are just a little bit, Who's yes. Her? I saw Gina perform live in Hemel Hempstead, one of the highlights of my life. She, I interviewed her. She is one of the most beautiful women in the world, isn't mm. she? Mm. Isn't she? Yeah, who are, yeah. Just great memories, mate. Thanks. There's some pop totty, so thanks for that. Some potty. <laughs> some uh, toppy. Catherine. Yeah. Um, you're fired. Kelly, have we got Don't any... Matter. It turns out I'm resurrecting my musical career. <laughs> oh. Do you need me for backing vocals all yeah, the time? Because I'm free. Definitely, you're in. Can you yes. dance a bit like Bez as well? Yeah, I am Bez. Oh, don't, Sorted. Don't I was Bez in my Bez. band. Have we got any texts? Uh, I don't know. Instead of looking up your, your old mates on Facebook, maybe... Well, my we... computer crashed, as you know, so... I know, mate. You could have sorted that out. Well, I'm sorting it out now. Talk to Kelly. Hi, mate. You prefer her anyway. I do prefer Kelly. What have you been up to? Well, struggling for the last three hours to entertain... Uh, oh, hang on. Someone's ringing up. Uh, well, who am I going to talk to now, then? It'll be someone good. It's probably Richard Branson for me, but I'll pat, pat him through. Pat him through? Richard Branson's enough tweet a load of rubbish, doesn't he? He's got a lot of time in his hands. He tweets a load of rubbish. So does this woman. This woman, a teen is fired before first shift oh. after boss sees her rude tweet. A pizza shop worker failed to earn a crust, yep, when she was fired from her new job for slagging it off. She tweeted, seller, at C-E-L-L-A. We'll have a little look at her. Ooh, I start this 
F ass job tomorrow. Oh dear. And then follows it with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven thumbs down emoticons. Well, the boss of the place saw it and went, uh, yeah, you're fired. I mean, th things not to do before your first day. Do you Jen want some taxis? Let's go to Jenny. Morning, Jenny. Oh. Morning, Ian. What you got for us, Jenny? There's been an accident on the A1 northbound between Biggles Wade and Sandy. An a accident. Let me let me translate because you're very quiet. An accident on the A1 northbound between Biggles Wade and Sandy. That's correct. A farmer's trailer is overturned. Oh no. And there is currently three big bullets running in amongst the traffic. I beg your pardon. <laughs> Four big bullocks. It was, it's gone up by it. There's an extra bullock. <laughs> are they right? So there's no. Is there carnage? Is there, are there any bloody cows? And I'm not swearing. No, there isn't. But the farmer's trying to catch them, but traffic needs to slow down because he is trying to. He's trying to catch bullocks on the A. On the A. Where? On where? On the A1 northbound between Biggles, Braid and Sandy. This is the most nuts thing in the world. Uh, Jenny, thank you for that. Sammy, did you get that? I've got it. So <laughs> there's a, look now. It's, there's bullocks loose. There are three. Well, is it four, three or four? I mean, I'm not sure. That's a, by the way, guys, pictures and video evidence, please. Pictures and video evidence. Send it to ian.lee at bbc.co.uk. I'm going to start following... Um, Seller on Twitter. It's C E triple L A underscore. Do you think someone will give her a job off the back of this? No, no. Uh, well, I don't know. Let's have a look at her. Oh, I feel sorry for her. Oh, uh, look at her Twitter picture. It's her doing a selfie in the mirror, and behind her, there's a friend coming out of the toilet. It looks like she's either been sick or she's crying. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, someone has <laughs> someone has tweeted her, and she's retweeted it. Oh this is the girl that lost... Oh, I've got to do this. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. BBC Three Counties Radio. Looking at the motorways first, the M25 clockwise has queues between junction 14 for Heathrow and 16 for the M40 because of an accident. And the M40 towards London has the entry slip road uh, lane that on there is closed at junction 4 for the High Wycombe Handicross roundabout, which is causing slight delays. In Newport Pagnell on Willand Road, it's still down to one lane around the Marsh End Road roundabout, and that's causing really long delays from the uh, A509 all the way back from Chichley. And having a look at Oving Road between Oving and Whitchurch, that is still closed because the lorry's overturned between North Marston Lane and Bulk Road. In Wyboston, the A1 Great North Road southbound is partially blocked because of an accident at the Combeworth turn-off. And we've just heard from the caller on the phone then that the A1 between Biggles, Wade and Sandy has some balls loose in the road. Samantha Bruff, BBC Three Counties Radio. <laughs> <laughs> a ball's the same as... Um, I can't... A ball's the same as Bullocks. I think uh, one is younger than the other. OK, well, well, we'll investigate this. Maybe Jonathan could change his first hour of the show and dedicate it to Bullocks. Hmm. Local and vocal across beds, hearts and bucks. This is BBC Three Counties Radio. Thank you, Ian. Good morning. Welcome to the JBS Show. I'm Jonathan Vernon-Smith. It's Wednesday, it's nine o'clock, and on today's big phone-in, is it a good idea to put council tax up to pay for more police officers? Bedfordshire 